Hello and welcome to another episode of Build, Paint, Play. I'm Dave. I'm Jake. And today we are joined by some fantastic guests, Carl and Josh. And I will let them introduce themselves. They're over hey. that way. They're oh, the they're over this way. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm Carl. I'm uh, the longest running host of the Independent Characters 40K podcast. And with me is Josh. Hey, I'm Josh. I'm uh, I've been guessing on the independent characters off and on over the last ten years or so. I'd have uh, more regularly joined as the regular co-host of the show in the last year. And videographer. Awesome. And videographer. <laughs> and we're on YouTube now. That's right. Nice. That's right. I got. I got to say, um, having having the YouTube uh, video, yeah. as well. Like I used to listen, um, uh, sort of on. I, I will admit, I listen on and off when uh it was a podcast because podcasts weren't always my thing but you're like i see on facebook kind of post oh new podcast new episodes dropped fantastic go go and check it out depending on the the topic maybe i wouldn't check out the the things about eldar or dark elder or anything like that <laughs> leave those to the side but if it's space marines or imperial guard or something like that I'd, I'd check them out um but now that you're on youtube as well like basically it's the same podcast but it's on youtube yeah uh, with a visual component with a visual it. component yeah. Yeah. yeah but they the, the visual component isn't it, uh, you, you still just i can still just sort of sit here and paint and listen to it right it has right. that same yeah. the same podcast feel which is great um so yeah i think i've, I've called almost every episode uh, now. awesome that's oh, that's good to know yeah. That's good. Yeah, that, and that was the hope going into it that you know people would just sit there and hobby along with it while we're talking and you'd glance up every once in a while when we're referencing something visual and just hobby away nice so that's great fantastic so um i, I guess as part of the introduction then before we jump into you talking about the hobby that we've been up to and um a few other bits and pieces uh quick intro uh 30 second elevator pitch for the independent characters uh yeah <clears throat> that's, a, that's a good question. So the independent characters is focused on uh, Warhammer 40, the Warhammer 40k universe, I should say. So we're focused on not just Warhammer 40,000, but also a 
Deptus Titanicus, uh, Legions Imperialis, Kill Team, the the novelizations around all these things and kind of the lore. Um, and we approach all that with a very um, positive outlook. I, I think uh, when we first started the show, it was uh, out there were a, a lot of shows that would do rants. We're going to rant about this and we're going to rant about that. From our perspective, we love the hobby. We love the game. Um, if we didn't, we wouldn't do this. Uh, so we didn't see any point in complaining about that. We kind of focus on the things we do like and and go from there. That's not to say we're not occasionally critical of something, but um, but that's probably far and few between, to be fair. Sure. And, and, and to be fair, it's, it's when you don't, maybe you don't personally like a particular aesthetic. Yes. 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 Um. And 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 really, it's it's the the bottom line, like the tagline we kind of always went with when we started the show was we had a large group of players that we played 40k with here, and we wanted to make our listeners feel like they were a part of our gaming group. That cool. was our objective. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Excellent. Okay. Um. Just gonna say hi to uh, Scott in the chat um guys with uh oh sorry did to say with uh stream yard i'm sure if you can see the chat on the i can yeah if you go to the comments section we can, can see, see the chat as well Josh? yeah cool. yeah Excellent. yeah i just changed tabs there now i see it <laughs> cool <laughs> excellent so uh scott is here excellent hi scott uh matt bowles is here patrick keith cliff Edders. uh hi carl ray is here as well Awesome. Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome. Uh, Patrick says, been really enjoying the Independent Characters YouTube channel. Have caught all the episodes. There oh, awesome. Yeah, that's great. I to got it. Thank you. <laughs> Josh put so much work into that, into the editing. Like the video editing takes a lot longer than the audio editing. And what's really funny is like we'll com complete recording the show. <laughs> yep. Josh has a, about a 40 minute drive home. He gets home and I'm like, okay, I'm done editing the audio because I'm so used to it now. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, I haven't even started. Well, I'll be days. done in two days yeah. with the three cameras. I mean, it's a three camera setup. So every time like I'm manually doing the cuts between camera one, camera two, camera three and all that, and then adding graphics and things like that, but it's a labor of love and it's fun. Yeah. No, so it's good to hear it's appreciated though. So thank you. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It's a, it's a completely different world from uh, live streaming. Yeah. Just, uh, as, as Jake will, test uh sort of uh, the, after the show we just go yep <laughs> and as a live video on youtube um, I, I think i think it's also like part of it was and like carl i would love to hear like when we get to that segment i would love to hear like how you guys decided to like do it the way that you're doing it i guess sure. like now that sure. now that dave and i have a couple of couple dozen episodes under our belts as it were like it is definitely <clears throat> It was a conscious decision when Dave and I started this to be like, let's just do it live. Like, we're just going to do it live and talk about whatever. And, you know, if, if, if somebody brings up a random subject and we tangent, like that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's easier and it's more spontaneous for us, but also like, if I'm being honest, like it's, it's less work because it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's live. Okay. It's not a carefully, <laughs> we are not a carefully curated show. Like that's not, yeah. <laughs> we are, <laughs> we yeah. are. And that's good. Hey, I'm glad you guys are holding down that side of things. That's when we when we get to awesome. that point, I'll, I'll we'll go over all our thought process around that because we did talk about streaming as well. <laughs> awesome, very cool. Uh, 
So uh, also here is Jim. Uh, Sean's joined us. Chris Gorka's here. <laughs> Jeff is here. Uh, and Scott says, Jake, I got some Battletech stuff at the LVO. He's a big Battletech guy now. <laughs> of course, that stuff's great. Fantastic. Who doesn't who doesn't love giant robots? I got to tell you, I was I was this close. Like I I had <laughs> to kind of be pulled away from the Battletech like booth at Adapticon because I was like, what what am I doing? I don't have time for this. <laughs> oh my god! Right. But I played all I played all in high school and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> now you got bandwidth for Legions Imperialis, so you're all set. Just with that. Just with that. Awesome. Uh, we also got um, Josh from Chronic Man Games is here. Uh, so, oh, he says, kind of hang around, but I wanted to give you guys a like and say hello. Hello, Josh. Uh, very cool. Thanks, Josh. Uh, after the show, Jake, you and I need to nail down yep. dates sometimes. We're going to have Josh, Josh we didn't on. forget you. We got you, buddy. We're going to go on uh, Josh's show as well. Um, and Ross is here. Uh, first live feed I've caught. Fantastic. Hang around uh, towards the end. We've got some photos of your work in the uh, community uh, spotlight. So super cool. And Patrick is here. Awesome. Uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, so jumping into, I think the first thing I said was going to be uh, talking about what we've been up to hobby-wise. So uh, this is where I get to do the fun uh, screen sharing. So last week, guys, Dave painted 70 miniatures. Uh, <laughs> he got some of them online. It wasn't he, in a week. He scratch converted. It, right. It was sorry. It was four days. He scratch converted some. Um. <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> first up, we're going to talk about uh, Carl and uh, the stuff you've been working on. Carl, you sent through. Yeah. 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 So I, um, this is a model that I've wanted to paint for a long time. Um, and, and as I talked about on my show, uh, I really wanted to do a good job on them. My, my photography is not the best here. Uh, but when I finished him, like I, I told Josh on the show, I said, I said, I'm really happy with how he came out. And then I said, well, I'm, I'm happy enough with how he came out. I made some, um, I kind of stretched myself in a few areas here in particular in the back of the cloak, which you can't really see in this, this photo. But, um, I took some lessons I'd learned from Caleb, uh, at CK studios, uh, who came over and, and spent some time with my wife and I uh, giving us some painting lessons. Uh, and ultimately, I'm happy with the way uh, this model came out. He looks great on the table. He looks great surrounded by a bunch of other Black Legion. Uh, and and out, <clears throat> out of, uh, uh, I guess, um, deference to, <laughs> to, yeah, uh, to both Josh and my previous podcast host, podcast host Jeff, uh, who both played salamanders? I decided to make him standing on a salamander here yeah. and have a salamander helmet stuck on his on his. Yeah, I was uh, I was gonna say, see, he apparently does not like salamanders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought there was enough red in in the uh, in the model, and I really didn't want to go ultramarines uh, at this point. So I did the salamanders. Uh, you know, I hand painted the torn up logo on the left shoulder pad there, and and did the flames on the right shoulder pad, and it all came out great. Thanks. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh so i'm very happy with the ultimate result but i wanted to be happier with how it came out right well look we always we always say done not perfect you you can always go back and keep adding to it right it's yeah yeah, yeah. i i literally just told a friend of mine that who came over and needed some help with white and i was showing him how to do it through an airbrush really well and i said don't let don't let perfect be the enemy of done right 
um, move on, learn your lessons and apply them to the next, next model. Sure. So and, yeah, and in addition, I I've done a squad of ten um, ten Black Legion here. I still have the transfers to put on their their uh, their shoulder pads and the plasma weapons to do here. But um, this is something I've been talking about doing for years, and it's been sitting in a state of incomplete for a long time. And now I've got some momentum going behind me, so I expect uh, I'm working on my second squad right now. And just received this stuff from Meg. I watched a tutorial I found on YouTube. Uh, on a channel uh, called uh, Juan Hidalgo Miniatures, and oh, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did a great plasma weapon instruction that I want to try to follow for the plasma weapons. So, I always nice. forget, how, the, I always forget how big he is. Like oh, yeah. oh. that model is like when you see him by himself, you're yeah. like, oh, it's just a space marine, and then you're like, oh god, he's like enormous. Yeah. He is a he's, gigantic model. He is, and and what's interesting is. Um, there's a, a guy by the name of Dave Roberts who's done a number of commissions for me. Uh, he, he goes under Dave Paints. Uh, Dave has sent over a Gilliman that he painted for um, the Table War Charities. I'm also a member of the board of Table War Charities that we're going to auction off. And the Gilliman looks amazing. And I had to take a few pictures of him next to Gilliman. And uh, I didn't realize they're the same size. Like they're the same <laughs> size model. I thought Gilliman would be a little bigger than him, but clearly he's swollen with chaos power. So. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Like, I part of it too is like, so we like obviously everybody who was a fan, we did the same thing. We compared them when they came out, and Gilliman is technically bigger because yeah. of the way they have him posed. Like, his legs are way far apart. Like, he's in not even a superhero pose. He has his like one foot's on the ground, one foot's yeah. on like that eagle. So yeah. they squatted him down a little bit, but he's also a lot. He looks a lot thinner until you realize that like. He's essentially just wearing form-fitting body armor, whereas Abaddon is wearing Terminator, Terminator armor. Terminator that's a very, armor, that's yeah. a very yeah. good point. So it like yeah. bulks him up and makes him look even bigger. But then right. you're, you're like, Gilliman is basically wearing like a Spider-Man costume. Like it's just on him. Like he is, <laughs> he is huge. Whereas like, Abaddon alive. is like a really big Space Marine in the biggest possible suit of Terminator armor. That is true. Well, that yeah, is, but he's, with but with he's a, a Primarch's glove in his hand. Yeah, right? so, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, oh, we compared always, to the we, second edition model, like he he, oh, he oh, got God, a lot yeah. bigger. <laughs> no, no, I will yes. always have a soft spot for all the Jess Goodwin sculpts. Like all the yep. old Jess Goodwin sculpts are my favorite. So, yeah, Black Legion was my first army back in second edition. I definitely had a tiny Abaddon. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so tiny back then. But. Nice. Yeah, um, Chris has joined us. Hi, Chris. Uh, Josh is here as well, and Josh says. Confirmed, Abaddon is swole, as the young yeah. people say. <laughs> That's right. He definitely works out at the Chaos Gym. He is there all the time. <laughs> um, quick question for you, um, Carl. With the Black Legion, are you, do you prime them black and then do uh, then paint the trim? Yes, Definitely. yes. Yeah, I prime them black. I actually use a also a, an additional, um, through my airbrush, I use like a, a dark gray to kind yeah. of shade them from above. Yeah, uh, and and just so they're not a flat black, and then and then I'll paint in the gold after that, as okay. opposed to going the other way. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, ages ago, like two thousand and four or something like that, when we were doing the like a relaunch of um, Battlefleet Gothic uh, yeah. GW and uh, doing like a boarding actions thing as well, we had to paint. I like we had to paint up. Um, I say we. It was it was me. I had to paint up a whole bunch of Black Legion as for um, a boarding actions tables that were going out to all the stores, and so for that, 
everything was prime black and then i dry brushed every basically dry brushed all the trim yeah went back and filled in the the panels colored in the panels got it so, got it it was i little, did that i did that for thousand suns but it's it's because they're there's so much more gold on them like yeah that just oh, made sense like i sprayed the gold and i went back and i blocked in all the blue yeah yeah Oh yeah, there's so much gold. So you, much gold. you know, a lot of people complain about the amount of trim on chaos models compared to Thousand Suns. Like, I gotta sell you. Like, I don't. I don't think it's that bad. I don't. <laughs> Nothing compared to Thousand Suns. No. I mean, certainly it's it's a lot more than a Space Marine, but it's not. I don't find it to be. I find it kind of therapeutic to actually work through it. To be honest with you, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, thousand thousand suns are just made out of trim. Like that's yeah, <laughs> that's trim true. and dust. That's yeah. all I got. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then I've got for me, Kyle I, is uh, your uh, son, Boris. Yeah, uh, Josh, you are seeing for the first time all the black. Uh, on yeah, you made some progress. Sons of Horus here. Uh, so yeah, I'm working on Legions Imperialis. Uh, this is just the tanks that I've done so far. Uh, I also have some infantry that I am not ready to put on bases yet, but they're about to be. Um, but boy, when you see how much Josh Legion Imperial stuff, he was highly motivated to get that stuff done. But uh, and I think his motivation for that kind of dragged me into this because this was something <laughs> I said four or five episodes ago. I am not going to do this game. Like I just don't have. And the next thing I know, I'm like, all right, where do I get this stuff? <laughs> That's, that is the ultimate Games Workshop fan of a line of all time. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to play that army. And then like nope. three weeks from now, you're like, hey, so guess what army I started? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've always wanted to do Sons of Horus. Like I, in in Horus Heresy, I did um, uh, uh, word bearers. Um, and, and I like them. Like, I like the word bears. I like that. I could summon all these demons and stuff. I I love the corruption aspect of it, but as it went on, I was like, man, I really like that, that kind of seafoam green. And I really, you know, it's a cool army and it's their, you know, it's so. their color. Like yeah. you look at one of the <laughs> yeah. cool things I like about heresy is that instead of doing the, the paint schemes that we've all known for the last, you know, 30 30 years plus yeah it's like oh well now you can do all the all the pre-heresy schemes and you're like oh that's wild and yeah some of them are same like white scars it's the same imperial fists it adds a lot of black but it's basically right. the same scheme blood angels are blood angels um but then you've got like the word bears look completely different like they're right they're they're instead of gray they're red and then like the the black legion or the sons of horus instead of being black which we've seen them they're not even luna which you can do luna wolves yeah you can also do that that awesome period of like basically a decade that they're this color yeah um which is pretty cool i like the the world eaters is another one you get to do them all white they're yeah. all red white white and blue, white and blue. And crazy yep. like so yeah it's it's a really fun it's a fun like sort of way to go i'm gonna play classic space marines but also with a totally different like look to them so yeah so these are all pre-transfer as well transfers will go on the on the top and, and maybe some yeah. on the sides but uh but yeah, I got this this batch done. I'm working on infantry and dreadnoughts right now, and then uh, and then more tanks. And I'm following. Uh, we have another guest host that comes on the show, Jody, quite frequently, and uh, he's kind of got this mantra right now that he is not going to buy another model until he paints all all these models. So so uh, <laughs> and he's sticking to it. And so I've for heard this, that. I've heard that too for that, this that game. Is for legions imperialis specifically yes. like yes. he's oh. still going everywhere else but yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> but for legions imperialis i'm going to paint what i have before i buy the next model so 
that's yeah. that's my that's my i'm sticking to that i think because we're only painting playing painted so yeah <laughs> the sculpts are so good like i i love that they just took the cads and just shrunk them and then because <laughs> the detail is nuts it's crazy it's, yeah, it's incredible it is and that was i think what killed me uh <laughs> when i when i was like determined not to do it and then just the my the excitement are so of good. the models it's hard so good yeah we uh you, you were set up for a failure, failure for Thanks. resisting that yeah <laughs> speaking of uh speaking of josh uh josh we've got some uh photos of uh things you've been working on oh so yeah you're gonna love these jake i might very also mention nice. josh is a professional photographer so. yeah. very nice so i, I set these up these are my uh yeah thousand sons legions imperialis going full on i've I, starting with titanicus i went legio's estobiex which was of course housed on prospero the uh one of the subforges of um Zalarkad on prospero so tied in the titans there when um i got into aeronautic imperialis i went just full heresy thousand sons knowing i could tie those two together and then got lucky in that legions imperialis Perialis came out and brought both those games kind of into the same fold here. So I now have a massive collection of which uh, you'll you'll see a handful. But yeah, so I've uh, I've got I think four starter boxes worth of Marines. I did some trading to uh, traded the Solar Auxiliary half away because I just wanted to go pure pure Astartes <laughs> with this one. Um, so yeah, I think I've got four boxes of infantry worth uh, two two boxes of Kratos. Um, a ton of Sakarans, ton of predators, bunch of uh, rhinos, um, and then all the planes that I had through Aeronautica. So yeah, here's kind of this is my my two thousand point list that I was working to. I wanted to have this done for Adepticon, and then and then some. This is slightly over two thousand points. So I've got the Reaver in there, the Thunder uh, Thunderhawk, uh, and then a couple of the other planes. There's a couple extra dreadnoughts in this than uh, I will actually have in my two thousand point list, but. I, I had them there, so might as well get the group shot going. At, at first, uh, at first, I, I thought this was Blood Angels because I was like, "Oh, assault marines with yellow helmets; those are assault marines." <laughs> so I went, I went gold with the assault marines. Uh, what's hard to see here is that I actually went with the the candy red uh, look, so the metallic okay. candy red, uh, which doesn't really translate well to the photographs. Um, that it, which is at, at that scale, it's it's fun and also a complete pain in the butt um on the tanks especially the the when you do that clear uh using to me a clear red to do that that candy yep. red there's like yep. no surface tension on the tanks on the infantry it's not that big of a deal but there's just like no surface tension to apply extra layers on paint so i learned this when i was doing all my planes for aeronautica and that i actually like do the candy red then do a matte varnish on them so then i can actually have some yep surface tension for all my detail paints to adhere to and then i have to do a gloss varnish in order to do an oil wash on them and then transfers and then mat them again at the end so it it it's involved but it looks so good and they uh, it, as much as the uh the photos look cool here the in, in person is a, a whole nother thing yeah that's a that's a serious level of dedication there josh that's, they look uh, great. that's awesome <laughs> you know one the rhino in the center there is my command rhino. So I had one one full color decal left for my uh, 30k <laughs> transfer sheet for 28 millimeter thousand suns. Right. So I was like, oh, that's the perfect command call out there on a on a rhino. <laughs> the other thing that roped me into this, Josh, we should mention was that um, that battle report they did in White Dwarf. 
Yeah, it. absolutely. It was so good. Yep. The uh, Warhammer Plus video battle report also. There's just <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. Good, good feel for the game. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's a great looking army, Josh. Yeah, you did awesome. such a good job. I just look at those two, uh, like, sort of eight men talons of contemptors. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh my God, there's a lot of dreadnoughts. Yeah. So I mean, my list, I'm, I'm, I'm not using all those dreadnoughts because. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's a lot of points, but also it's interesting from like the built-in lore side of things. It's like that feels like too many dreadnoughts for Astartes to field in mass. But if any, it was going to happen anywhere, I guess uh, Horus Heresy would be the place for it. Yeah, Heresy and uh, and Legions is the scale for it, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love my one contemptor that I have. I'm not going to go buy fifteen more of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, they, they look great. Here I'm working on the next batch, getting this list up to three thousand points. So it's I've got sixty tactical <laughs> points in uh, in the queue right now, and about nine more more tanks, a couple more Kratos, more predators, more Sakarans. So that's what I got there. Just to run out what I've got. And similarly, I'm not buying anything till I finish what I have painted. But at that point, <laughs> I between so all the Titans that I have, all the points I have, and all the tanks and infantry, I probably already have. I don't know, close to. I don't know, six to 8,000 points, probably okay. even more than that. When I had the Titans, <laughs> Josh, is, like, a, obviously, <laughs> Josh a is a very committed Adeptus Titanicus player as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, he I has Titanicus, such a oh, it's great. Game. Yeah. But Josh has so many Titans that he can yeah, field got, any mana pool. I, yeah, I can, I can field every <laughs> single mana pool that there is for the game for it. So not necessarily all at the same time, but I just wanted to have all the Titans to have all the options in a single EGO that I could do anything. It's crazy so that's yeah. i think 16 16 titans for zestobiax no oh. <laughs> i've um i i work with uh mark rayleigh and uh he's my mark runs the um well, he runs the adeptus titanicus stuff and also he's gonna be running the legions imperialis stuff at adepticon oh, oh nice. yeah and he's been working on the um on a whole, like probably for the last six months has been working on terrain and yeah. uh yeah, so you showed me some of the sort of the rubble sections that he's been working on. And oh, fantastic. Uh, be fantastic. He's got some uh some tiny uh 3D printed uh marine casualties. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So um they did such an incredible job at Adepticon last year. I really enjoyed that event for I did oh, we did Titanicus. A couple yeah. of days of that. Yeah, we did the doubles, Carl and I together on that, and I did one of the uh the single days also. And just all that, just the terrain, the 3D map that they have for like the, the map yeah. campaign for that, for how you set up the games. It's just a really crazy. well done, like beautifully executed, amazing terrain. Grimdark terrain is hard to beat for that scale. No, and sure. Josh went undefeated. I think he won a medal there. I think I did. <laughs> yeah. I did want to, well, I got my, my Adepticon medal. <laughs> awesome. <Nice. laughs> like six, six and oh, and, uh, Carl, Carl got me all the uh, the fun opponent points. Yeah, the I got him all the uh, <laughs> best sportsman points. I'm doing all the uh, strategic, tactical, 4D math here, and Carl's uh, shaking hands and kissing babies and uh, right. winning the crowd over. So, and that was That's a super, right. super fun event. You, it, it sounds like you're a perfect team there. Perfect. Team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, excellent. Uh, <laughs> Josh, uh, Josh Potter says, uh, never buy casualty figures. It demoralizes the other toys. <laughs> so good. Uh, Sean Gleason's going to be playing uh, Titanicus on the Thursday. Excellent. Nice. I'll that be there. So good. Yeah. Uh, next up for Hobby Wise, uh, we have my 
Centurion conversions that I've been messing around with. So um, I was showing these to the guys before the show. Um, these are converted using uh, sort of a bit of the guide that uh, Aeons of Battle or Aeon of Battle uh, did. It's a YouTube channel. You can check it out. Jay on there did some conversion work. Um, I think he did that video about a year ago. Uh, I think and it so it has a wonderful clickbaity title of uh, fixing GW's worst model. Something like that. <laughs> uh, but he did do a very good job, and uh, I'm very happy with these uh, have turned out. But, they um, look fantastic. I, I you know, yeah, and like Dave, them. we were we were talking as you said, we were talking about this before the show, and uh, from my perspective, I, I know these models got a bad rap when they came out. No. Uh, and then, and, and, and as I was saying, sometimes I let models breathe a little bit when I first see them. So I saw these models and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And I didn't really care for it. And then when I actually started assembling one, I thought, oh, this is actually pretty cool. But man, these look so much better. Yeah. These look so yeah. much better. Yeah. The, the problem Some changes in, make a big difference. Yeah. And almost all of it's in the, the legs and the waist. Yeah. Really, yeah. The, the changes need to be made with those. So Bumping good. those heads up though too, like that that adds quite a bit there. And I like the the heads you've gone with as well over the uh, yeah. those are not the stock ones, correct? No, they're, they're from uh Legio Legio 14 guy on uh Cults 3D. Those okay, great. Yeah. Dave also yeah. loves uh cleaning up a lot of the models, like he shaved off a lot of the symbols that are on like the the shin pad and like the chest plates and the groin plates. Yeah. It just cleans them up, it just makes the models look so much like I don't yeah. want to say elegant, but like more, they're a little more streamlined. That like they look a little more actiony because of that. They don't look like they don't look like statues. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have that uh, that contrast of texture on there. So the the flat areas and the thing. I pre, with prior to that cleaning up, there's uh, there's a lot of texture on there from stuff you kind of want to paint gold. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, cool. Uh, Jake, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, so this week I knocked out my first repulsor. Um, first one I've built, it was actually a pretty fun kit to put together. Uh, I was not a huge fan of all of the little, the little gravity plate veins that run around the thing. Like there's like three different versions you have to build and they all come in like two parts. And I was like, this did not yeah. need to be two parts. Um, <laughs> but they were cool. It's also super busy. It's like, uh, there's a lot of like little doodads and bits on it. So I, I shaved off some of the ones on the turret. I um, filed off some of the mounting points just because I was like, there's, it doesn't need all these like party favors. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's a cool kit. Like I like it. They also changed the rules too. Like a lot of the stuff that you used to be able to add to it, you can't anymore. It's just like the main weapon. Uh, if you upgrade that weapon, the turret, the pinto mount weapon, and then, oh, sorry, not the pinto mount. That's just the turret weapon, the sort of the chassis weapon, and then like the defensive array which is just like, oh, this is yeah. what else it does. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, you used to be able to give it a pintle-mounted heavy yeah. stubber. They have could upgrade like 11 me. weapon profiles before, yeah. which oh, was a very so clunky shooting face. Yeah. yeah, that's why they did it. They stripped it down, so now it's just there's just three profiles, and then you're done. Um, yeah, I got to tell you, it still puts out a lot of fire. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Uh, but so... But I was like, well, if I don't need all this other stuff, I'm just going to I'm just going to trim it down. So I I just in my opinion, I just clean up the model a little bit. There was just there was too much going on. So um, but I built the first one. I've been going back and forth about whether or not I want to put it on a base because yeah. it always seems weird to me that like it's a hover tank, which I get. But it's basically a Land Raider. And all the rules are you measure to the hull. 
So I was like, why does it need a base? So I might make like a converted base that's just like a stand so I can just like put it on the table. I don't necessarily want to have it on like a giant, you know, pizza tray that's yeah. under it for no reason. So I was like, I, I don't I'm, I keep going back and forth. I'll we'll, we'll yeah. see. I'm going to mess around with it, see if I can convert a base. Uh, and then what else? Uh, I got I got my new copy of um, ISS Vanguard, which is a big board game. So I cracked that open. I, and I got that as well. Dude, beautiful game. It is. I wish I hadn't done the give me both waves in one shipment. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. Because I, I was like, man, I would have got for another 30 bucks, I would have got this base game like four months ago. Yes. And then I would have got everything else like today. But yeah, it yeah. showed up like two days ago, I think. So I cracked it open this morning. I was looking at it and I'm going to try to do a run through this weekend. And then uh, I read the first two books in the Siege of Terra in the last 10 days. So. I, uh, I'll be starting book three tomorrow, but man, it's so good. My boy, my boy. Like it's all a sanguineous, like showed up in the second book. And he's like, I, I just love that. Every time something crazy goes happen, his men are all like, like Ascalon's like, my Lord, we have to get you out of here. And he's like, it's, it's cool. I don't die today. Like, I like, I just, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's so good. I hate to tell you this, Jake. <laughs> no, no, I'm believing it. Um, Spoiler alert! Like, but, no, he's totally fine. But but all the but all it's the all fine. But just, all he, the he awesome stuff. To a farm upstate. It's yes, but all yes. the awesome stuff that he does over the next like four books, like he kills a titan by himself. He's like, I got this, and they're like, My lord, it's a it's a it's a titan. He's like, I don't die today, and you're like, Wait, what? He like tangles with that, and then he like slaps Angron around. Like it's just him, like just working everybody until the very end. And it's like, Horace is like, oh, I'm swollen with power. And Sanguinous is like, I am exhausted. Like, I've killed everything. <laughs> like, you've been, like, asleep on your ship. Like, I've been killing everything. Like, let's do this. I'm yeah. finishing up the the last book now, um, which... <clears throat> End in the death well, three? Yeah. Which, boy, I have all the special editions, and yeah. getting that one was... If I had to do it all over again, I would not go the route of buying the special editions. It was so stressful. Yeah. Fortunately, some listeners have pulled my feet out of the fire a couple of times and been able to get a copy. And this was no no different. A friend of mine down in Southern California actually went into the store and was able to order it through the store because I failed to be able to get it. So I have the whole collection, but I wish I hadn't done that. It was It was not good for my blood pressure. It's, no. It seems like it's been like that for everybody. Like I know Dave was trying to get all the Primark books, and and even still he's Rough. missing two. I think. Rough. No, just 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 the last one. I've got I've got oh, everything okay. until um, Horus. They haven't released Horus yet. Yep. Okay. A, a buddy of mine decided that he wanted to get all of the Siege of Terra books in all the hardcovers. And at first it was like, oh, this will be easy. So we got like the first two or three, and then. I think after they got to like book four, they started mm -hmm. becoming like super limited. It was like every store can only get two. Mm. So it was yeah, like, okay. Tough. And then it was like, he started running into problems where like his local store and he doesn't live around here, but his like local store didn't have it or they only got one or they didn't get it. Right. Um, and then I was talking to some kid the other day in my store and he's in the same boat and he's like, oh yeah, I just started just grabbing them. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, so like as somebody who worked in the book industry, I was like, so you have hardcovers. And then you have trade paperbacks, which are just the same book format without a hardcover. And then there's mass markets. And his his collection is all three. And I was like, that would drive me nuts. Like I'm itching just thinking about it. <laughs> I could that. not handle it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I'm, like, well, this... I'm just I'm just gonna wait and get them on mass market because they're all available in mass market. I just want the collection. 
I should not have gone the special edition route. Yeah. But they'll match. Like I was like, I can't have a hardcover and then a trade and then a mass market and then a hardcover. I was like, no, I can't. I can't do that. I I am I am at the the Emperor and, and Horus are engaged in battle right now. So oh fun. Yeah. <gasps> Don't tell us what hey, spoiler. Not gonna say another word. Spoilers. Everybody knows that's coming. <laughs> Everybody knows and, what and like and like like Dave said, like ten thousand years ago, right? Sanguinis <laughs> is living in a farm upstate. No, no, he's dead. Sanguinis with, is uh, dead. That's why the, the dog are the best. With the dog from Marley and me, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, okay, quickly, we are going to uh, just have a little look at. Uh, hit that. Um, Something I started doing this year, uh, we do a quick um, sort of hot tips or uh, just a quick suggestion, uh, a couple of YouTube channels, a couple of Instagram accounts to check out and follow. Uh, so the two I've got here, YouTube channel for the independent characters. Heard those guys are pretty good. That one's yep. the best. Solid. <laughs> and you see on that red line, I have watched the Epic, uh, Epic from Epic to Legions Imperialis episode all the way through. Oh yeah, he skipped, skipped, yeah. skipped right over episode two thirty. He was like, "Nah, this isn't for me." Yeah, Space Marines and Tyranids. Yeah, it was. It was like I don't know that I've got another two and a half hours to spend on Space Marines. <laughs> you know, uh, I often wonder if our episodes are too long, and then yeah. I talk about shortening them, and then our listeners are like, "Please don't." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. a lot to talk about." Absolutely fine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you haven't uh, subscribed, head, head over to the independent characters uh, after this show, not now, after the show. That's right. Um, and uh, subscribe. Check that. And also, don't forget to uh, like and subscribe here. Yeah, please. That'd be great. We are up over four hundred subscribers. Hooray! All, all I all I want all I want before Adepticon is five hundred. That'd be great. That would be awesome. Let's get there. Dude, I like how Josh has a Space Crusade unboxing. What year is this? What the hell is happening? <laughs> this is from days ago. Uh, what? what? <laughs> Advanced Hero Quest playthrough. Uh, awesome. Take a look at the Marauder, Marauder Miniatures Flyer. So, um, Crown of Command, pod, uh, Crown of Command Games. Uh, Josh has the video, uh, sorry, the YouTube channel, does a podcast as well. And it's very focused on uh, primarily Middle Hammer stuff. Um, so, Let's say 90, 91, 92 through to about 96, 97. Oh, so there's, there's no like rogue trader battle reports or anything going on? Oh, uh, there yeah, might be. Yeah. He, he does also oh. enjoy some of the old hammer stuff, but primarily it's in that middle hammer, the, the red phase um, for it all. But uh, yeah, so sometime over the next uh, couple of weeks, we'll be talking with Josh and uh, for our show. And we're also going to be guesting on his show too. Which would be super cool. Nice. Uh, and then uh, for Instagram, uh, the dude I picked out here, um, oh, Pax yeah. Acrylica. Um, so Pax Acrylica, he's been doing loads of awesome sculpts, conversions um, for years now. But each of these uh, sculpts, conversions, uh, paint jobs that he does always like mess with um, proportions. And I was thinking, okay, he. Before I actually looked at the his profile and saw what it was what was written there, I was thinking, okay, so if this guy is a um, is a professional artist or is in medicine, 
because yeah, to mess with proportions that well, you've got to understand the proportions. Um, but yeah, he's a doctor uh, and um, just does some really spectacular grimdark yeah. uh, blend shih tzu style um, conversion work. I've so been following he... him for about a year and absolutely love. And like every time I pull it up, it's like, oh, that's just like the perfect Necromunda weirdo right there. Does he love medicine as his profession or is love medicine his profession? Like, oh, uh, that's a good know, question. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, like, there's I, no, you know what I mean? I, I, I know what you're saying. A little column B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never spoken with Eugene. <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely uh, worth going and checking out. Uh, also, uh, Tammy Nichols there, Tears, Tears of Envy. Uh, Tammy's been working on awesome stuff for a long time, but probably over the last year or so, uh, she's been doing some fantastic. Um, basically, she's creating a, an alternate, uh, an alternate history uh, timeline where in the 1980s and 90s, uh, there was a, um, a company that, started making action figures in a very similar style to Star Wars, but making them for Warhammer 40,000 uh, and Hero Quest and a few other, other businesses. That's, that's phenomenal. Like, let's make this happen. Yep. So she, she makes, she each of those uh, figures that you see there, she's created and like physically made and uh, puts them in those uh, backing boards, blister boards that uh, that she makes as well. <coughs> that is and awesome. creates a whole... Um, yeah story around it so that's pretty inspired that's neat yeah, those are great <laughs> yeah yep I, I love that it's a maker of fake toys you wish were real yeah, yeah exactly. that's that's really clever man yeah, yeah. I, like i want i want that imperial space marine that's phenomenal yeah yeah it is awesome but uh yeah so i would uh recommend you uh check those out uh, links are at the bottom of the show notes. So step one for me, get an Instagram. <laughs> get an Instagram account. It is well worth it, Jake. Cool. Then uh, I click this and we stop that. And then we uh, move on to the next segment. Awesome. Um, uh, oh. Sorry, Matt Balls just said the show getting kind of spicy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that was with your love of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah, jumping into uh, the meat and potatoes of the of the show. Why we've got Carl and Josh on um, the independent characters, uh, wildly successful forty uh, k podcast for many many years, yeah. uh, and then you threw in the towel couple times and then you came back and then you threw in the towel again and then you that's came right. back that's right i can't quit you <laughs> seriously <laughs> so um when did when did uh you originally launch uh the independent characters carl when was that? yeah it was about um i think 11 years ago or so with uh my original co-host uh jeff uh and jeff and i um jeff had moved to california where i'm located uh from the east coast and had joined our group he, we met through um the 40 the old 40k radio forums okay and uh i said hey come you know he hadn't posted oh i'm moving out to california in the bay area and does anybody know where i can find a game and i said oh, come join our group and 
And so he and I hit it off and at, you know, I had floated the idea. I wanted to get into podcasting. I had floated the idea of doing like an RPG podcast with um, some of my friends who laughed at me uh, when, when I, when I suggested it. <laughs> And uh, Jeff arrived on the scene, and and at the time, we kind of didn't like where some of the podcasts out there were going with just the tone of their content. And um, Jeff, I was about to ask him if he wanted to to do this. I was going to revisit that. And, and Jeff called me one day and says, uh, hey, what do you think about doing a 40K podcast? And I was like, dude, I was going to ask you <laughs> if you wanted to do one. And so we kind of put together a plan of, of well, what did we want to do? And we weren't tournament players, so we didn't want to really, that wasn't our space. Um, and then we came up with the idea of what if, what if we make people feel like they're a part of our gaming group? Like that's the thing that we like. And, and, uh, and so we just kind of took a while to find our voice. You know, it took good, takes you, you know, 10, 20 episodes to figure out like, what is it you're really trying to do? And uh, it just kind of picked up from there. Um, at one point, we were covering Imperial Armor books from Forge World. And next thing I know, I get a message from Alan Bly at Forge World, who's the writer of, you know, the Bad Ab series. And he'd heard he'd been pointed to our coverage of the first Bad Ab War book. And next thing we know, they were saying, can we send you copies of this so you can review it and look at it? And there's no pressure to say whether you like it or not. And I was like, let me think about that a minute. And at that time, <laughs> Games Workshop did not do that. Like that no. was not something they did. Um, and and so uh, we really, really appreciated a, a look kind of behind the scenes and what was going on there. And 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 uh, it just progressed. Like it got progressively. It was resonating with people. Our positive outlook. And Jeff was a good foil to my over positivity. <laughs> um, he he. <laughs> He, he's a little more critical than I am. And, and, uh, but, he, but he, the other thing I really appreciated about Jeff was he was very, we would do um, this thing we called uh, uh, forbidden lore, where we would uh, pick out a 40K book we were going to read. We'd let everybody know, hey, we're going to read it. Then we'd get the author on, interview the author, talk, to, talk about the whole book, spoilers and all, after we'd given people about a month to read it. And Jeff was really astute at reading a story, looking at like, well, here was what you said in the preface and here's what the themes, the underlying themes were. And I was kind of just like, remember when he shot that guy in the face? That was really cool. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of reminded me of that old, like Chris Farley skit in, in uh, Saturday night live. <laughs> and, uh, but Jeff was so remember when tune. he caught him like an apple. That's right. Three times. Uh, and, and, Jeff was just really good at like looking at what the underlying themes of stories were. So it was educational for me as well. And, um, and then Jeff kind of fell out of 40 K for a while. And, uh, you know, I wanted to continue doing the show. So I brought on kind of a rotating hosts of guests. Cause I couldn't really bottle that lightning twice. And then, um, and then, you know, that was going very well. It was fun. We had regular, guests from our gaming group including josh and jody and others and then um and then eventually like it just became work was intense and and things were going on there so i needed to step away from it for a bit uh and so i went ahead and closed the show down and then about a year later i think i sat down with i don't remember who it was justin or adon and and hey let's record let's record an episode just letting people know what we're up to like we're 
<laughs> it's not. It's a non-episode episode, and we'll just come back and we, we we're not addicted to it. We we, we just we're, you know I gotta tell you, I quit whenever I want. <laughs> to a degree, it was a relief not having a scheduled thing that you were, you know, doing because I I yeah. took it very seriously and and uh, and so uh, we did that, and then I was like, oh man, that was really fun. <laughs> Maybe we should start doing this again. And so started to show up a little bit different, and then eventually kind of felt found a different rhythm. And then I got promoted at work to a vice president role where that took a ton of and and I had to just set it aside for a bit. And um, I set it aside for a little bit again. And then, uh, you know, we came back about a year ago because <clears throat> in part uh, I was winding down at my job. I decided to leave my, my role um, because I strongly feel like time is the only resource we never get back. And I just wasn't happy how I was spending my time and what I was doing. And it had taken me away from things that I love and my friends. And, and we had a, a very good friend of Josh and I that, that passed away, unfortunately, um, unexpectedly in an accident. And it just had me reevaluate kind of everything that I was doing. And I said, this is what I really, I love doing. It's fun. It's fun hanging out with people and getting to know people. And I've met Dave, I've met you. I've yeah. met so many people at Adepticon because of the show at Nova at LVO. <clears throat> I mean, at one point my wife was like, you're spending too much time on this. I, you know, and, and I said, okay, well I'll cut back. You're more important. And, and then she went to a show with me and she saw how people reacted and what it meant to them. And, and she's like, okay, you can't stop doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, th and that kind of brings us to where we are now where, where, Josh was, um, for this iteration of the show, Josh has some skills that uh, I don't have in video, videography and, and photography and, and all this that I, I don't know anything about that stuff. And, and so as Josh wanted to get more involved in the show, I said, you know what, how about rather than I just having guessos, we formalize this partnership and you are actually the other half of the independent characters at this point. And so we share everything, the pain and the, and the frustration and, and the success and the rewards. And, um, and Josh, you, you want to add to that about talk a little bit about the YouTube channel and what we've kind of explored there and where we're going with it. Yeah. 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 So the, I mean, the show's obviously we're on what episode 232 now of what I think we're about to record 232. Yeah, so there's a, a long legacy of the show. It's been around for over a decade at this point. Um, so me coming in, uh, I, you know, obviously, again, I had guest host over the last 10 years, you know, 20 times or so like that. So many, so many, more than uh, that. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, so well, well familiar with that. But then like seeing that there, you know, fewer people are commuting, which is how a lot of people were listening to the show in the past with uh, COVID and work from home environments changing and things like that. And then just so much of communication is visual. Like there's definitely a room for that visual component that would add something and make people, I, you know, um, Carl and Jeff originally kind of coined, like make people feel like they're part of our gaming group. So with video, like I want to feel like when me and Carl on opposite couches there, like I want to feel like people watching it are sitting on that third couch, just hanging out with us, like right there seeing our reaction, seeing our laughter, uh, seeing the facial expressions that we make. Like when Carl says, I hate you for making me play Legion's Imperialis, like <laughs> seeing that eye roll and like things so, like, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's the, uh, and then obviously uh, the hobby is so visual with what we're working on, yeah. what we're painting on, what the models are, uh, what you know, terrain, things like that, games that we played and we're, we're you know, 
so much of this is being documented anyways. We're like, why wouldn't we want to bring this into the show and showcase that? And hopefully our people like uh, what you were saying earlier, Dave, that you're sitting there painting along and uh, just checking it out and yeah. glance up at the show every once in a while and listen to it. And you don't have to look up if you don't want to You can just keep, keep hobbying. But um, yeah, love uh, loving it so far. And um so the the kind of main show on YouTube like that, we've got the full episodes there with all the visual components added compared to the audio version. Um, but then we're also looking at doing more more things with the YouTube video platform, specifically some live streams, hobby hangouts, um, uh, more more short form content too, because obviously yeah. the episodes yeah. are all two plus hours long at this point. So more uh, more hobby focused tips things like that um and we we did do one episode just recently that we it was geared more towards the video and and we told people in advance like you'll be able to listen along but there's such a visual component to this and it was a game show that we kind of created right around warhammer Forty Thousand, and and it had like a wheel of fortune thing to it and a, a, a uh what do you call it like a lore um it's trivia trivia uh, kind of, part yeah that, that was a lot of Wheel fun. fortune uh, in the blank the, we uh... had so much fun recording <laughs> yeah. and our first guests for that were so good yeah we want to do more of that but that i think we may steer to just the the youtube channel as that would be released audio. as a video specific episode yeah. or not even a full show episode that would be yeah. video specific just, content yeah outside yeah. of a full show but yeah yeah, I think I think that was a lot of fun to set up and do, and people it was, really yeah. seemed to enjoy it. So, <laughs> and there will definitely be more of those to come. Dude, and nobody awesome. else was really doing anything like that, right? Like yeah. I, I felt like we did something kind of new, and we're always looking at how else can we change what it is we're doing, and 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 and, and you know, going back to the pandemic point, I think two audio only podcasts have kind of, for me, I listened to a lot of podcasts when I would commute into work and back. And then, then I wasn't commuting anymore. And I found I was not listening to podcasts or even audiobooks at that point. Uh, and then I started walking every day and I'd listen, listen to them then. But for the most point, part, I think people are shifting. I, I, I feel like there's this shift in the industry to a visual medium and, and YouTube in particular uh, providing an, an outlet for this kind of thing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that for sure yeah i know i think over the pandemic i i spent a lot of time here in this seat yeah uh, me too <laughs> with the yep. computer screens here um i have a tv over there that has um actually quite a few of my limited edition uh primark books sort of stacked up in front of them still in there <laughs> pristine in their boxes uh so i can't actually see the tv anymore but that's because i'm watching a lot of youtube yeah I have a lot of YouTube yeah. while i'm hobbying here so uh yeah, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, um, I, I, there's definitely been that shift. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, I think it's very cool, um, very exciting. One of the things, so we mentioned two, you're about to record episode 232. Yeah, um, that's a lot of episodes. That's I think that's more episodes than Friends. <laughs> the show Friends, not the Friends. And, yeah. and they're yeah. all about. They're all about eight to ten times longer than an episode of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, through over the years that you've been doing it, over the, the ten plus years, um, have there been times when you're like, "I, I got no idea for what we're going to do next. I don't know what the next show is going to be." Or have you yeah. always had that wellspring of like, 
well, here are the next 15 things that I want to do. And you get five yeah. minutes, and it's like, okay, here's another 15 things I want to do. We had a, we had a guy join the show for a while named Zach and, and he was, he was great. Like one of the things he was really great at was he gave me some interesting ideas based around how do we plan forward? Like we, we created an outline around every show. Okay. Here's what we're going to talk. Here's segment one. Here's segment two. Here's segment three. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but one thing we kind of do every now and then is sit down over lunch or whatever and just kind of hammer out like what are a bunch of ideas we have for episodes not and, and i i would say here's the other thing that kind of differentiates us a little bit <clears throat> we try not to typically do episodes that are time sensitive meaning you can go back and listen to some of our earliest episodes in the 50s and 40s and some of a lot of that is still relevant I mean, rules change, sure, but a lot of what we're discussing is, I remember we did an episode on what are the hidden costs of 40K, right? Things you don't really think about that add up, you know, that's still a relevant topic today. So all of those are still of value. And so a lot of times what we do is we sit down and we go, what are the non-time sensitive things we want to cover? And then- yep. If you looked at like our list of here's all the show topics and we, we say, okay, 232 will be this, 233, and we shift those around. But sure. but we, we also go, okay, this one in red is dependent upon the release of 10th edition. We think it'll be around here, so maybe we'll cover it here. Oh, no, wait, it's later than that, so we shift it down and move things up. Um, but having that wellspring that we already have kind of given some thought to, to go to, allows us to go back to it and we're actually at a point where we probably got to refresh that a little bit but um but like our next episode we actually have uh dan and campbell from the 40k badcast joining us um we we do a series Cam called campbell's a buddy of mine he uh he he used to shop at my store he's he's the greatest <laughs> guy he's the greatest guy and, and he and i met on the something awful forums and i was going to england and i was like hey you want to go we're all going like a bunch of us and he's like yeah okay and i had never met him in person before and he, next thing you know we're all going to europe together he calls me his ham dad <laughs> so <laughs> so um uh you know we do a series called um what the hell do we call that series <laughs> <laughs> warrior lodge the warrior lodge right. uh and it's it's a moderated discussion around several different topics over you know that have come up over the last few months and Josh had said, hey, it's time for us to do a Warrior Lodge. And I said, okay, who should we get as guests? And we were banting around, should we get somebody from our listeners this time, which we've done in the past? Should we bring in Aaron? Should we bring in Jody? And then I think one of us said, hey, let's, what if, what if uh, Campbell and Dan want to join us? We could do a collab. Right? <laughs> I think that's what the kids call it these collab. days. And, uh, and, and so I hit up campbell and i was like hey you guys want to join us first he's like yeah that'd be awesome so i mean i think you know it's so fun they're such great guys and we've yeah. gamed together many times and josh went up to campbell's house in seattle so yeah Washington. he used to he used to live he used to live here so uh like i'm in i'm in boston so he uh yep, he shopped yep. he shopped at the warhammer store that at and dave knows adam adam pratt and i ran in brookline and then we opened up our own store alpha omega Campbell shop there until he moved, uh, which was kind of yeah. sudden. Like it was like he was like, "Oh yeah, I got this new thing," and I was like, "Okay, cool." Um, yeah. And now I see him. 
I see him usually at Adepticon. Uh, is, yeah, is kind of yeah. when I see him now, but like we still chat and stuff. But yeah, he's he's the best. I met I met his I met Dan, his partner. Uh, I want to say a couple years ago at Adepticon. Uh, yeah, but no, they're they're he's a super good guy. Like I, I only know Dan super a little nice. bit, but I was like anybody who's hanging out with Campbell and putting up with him must be cut from the same cloth. So. <laughs> yeah, they're both they're both very funny, fun guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so um. You know, the answer is a long-winded answer to your question, which is we set up like a series of topics that we're going to have. Like we were, we had shows scheduled out till the middle of this year at this point yeah. like, with topics that were like, yeah, we'll cover this and then we'll cover that and then we'll cover this. And, and, and if we'll we, set if up join, if we join the Warrior Lodge, do we get a, do we get a coin? Is there like a cool coin that we get or <laughs> I, have to be like, I have to be like, I can't say, you know, interestingly enough, uh, not a lot of talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't be a coin, but we are starting to do something special for a few things. We're working on it right now because um, we do have some people that we call out uh, as our elite choice as we look through how nice we look through our communities, both on Discord and, and in um, <clears throat> in our Facebook group. And we see people who've done work that we find inspiring or very cool, or it could just be something they did with their family that we thought was really nice. Uh, and we'll call those out. And we have some people that have repeatedly gotten called out. And so they go into kind of like a hall of fame thing and then they can't get called out anymore. Right. Uh, <laughs> but one, we're working on something right now for once we move people to that hall of fame, we've got something we'll send them. Yeah. And we think will be very cool. Excellent. That's good. Um, you mentioned, so you mentioned the warrior lodge um, as a format. Yeah. Uh, you've got the show of force as a format. Yeah. Um, you've got a, a few other formats as well. Yeah. <laughs> um each each of those uh sort of the discussion through each of those uh flows differently yeah right yeah. so um i guess uh my question about that it was is which um have you found sort of any of those formats to be more successful more <laughs> yeah. comfortable yeah. to do or Ones that you like better, or Josh, you want to line up, or you want to answer that, or you want? <laughs> well, I, Show of Force have definitely been the most popular shows over any of the years, and that's where we're going. And this is not a rule specific review of uh, 40k armies, but we're going into the lore, we're going into the model range, and some of the rules, some of our favorites, kind of standout units. De definitely not a codex overview or deep dive, anything like that, but. I think by by far and large, the most popular episodes have been those show of force things of just the, give me the lore deep dive, give me the download, talk about the models, get excited, get passionate about and the history. So many people, army. including several of ourselves, end up buying armies because of those episodes, like just hearing like, oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that about X. Like, I'm going to jump into that or that model is awesome. I hadn't seen that before. And like uh, even us as the hosts, we're not not immune to that effect. Uh, but de listeners definitely will like it's a watch your wallet episode because uh, <laughs> yes they cause because it's damage. exciting yeah it <laughs> cause more damage to wallets than anything that, else. that stuff always cracks me up like i can't i'm sure we've all done it but i can't tell you how many times like some random model has come out for a range that i don't play for an army that i'm not into and i'm like how can i get that into one of my like what well, the big one recently or not recently it was a couple years ago was the in the Necromunda range, they put out the am the Ambot. Oh yeah, so like the the robot Amble, and I was like, yep. "Oh, Amazing. how do I put that in one of my armies?" I was like, "What could I?" I was like, "Could I use it as a dreadnought?" I'm like, "Nah, it's like Terminator size." So when when we got into Heresy and all the new Heresy stuff came out, 
I was like, well, I'm going to do loyalist iron warriors. Cause I love their whole background. Like, I love that. They're like, they stayed loyal because like, it's, it's the rules and you follow the rules. Like I, there's like so many great short stories where it's like the war master's fleet jump in and like, you know, the, 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 the iron warrior that's like running that gas station is like, okay, we're serving number 28. And they, they try to cut the line and he's like, Whoa. And they're like, we work for the war master. He's like, well, that's great. Get back in line. And they're like, well, we have to attack you. He's like, that's against the rules. I'm obviously going to have to fight you now. It's not, <laughs> it has nothing to do with, are you following the war master? Or you're not. It's just like, that's against the rules. You can't cut the line. So I have to fight you. And I was like, that's amazing. So, <laughs> I was going to build a, you can do the iron circle, the Domitar robots that yep, they have. Yep. And I was like, God, oh, I'm going to so use cool. the Ambots. And then I was like, nice. oh, they're way too small. But like, I was like, how can I oh. stick them in here? Like, they're such cool models. I think I, I own uh, like four of them. And I'm like, I'm never going to use these. I uh, Play more Necromunda. Them. Problem solved. <laughs> I, I ended up using them as um, breaches, uh, Cataphron breaches in my Adipus Mechanicus army. Yeah, they're so, they're so nice. cool. Yep. Yeah, I fell victim to, we did the, um, the show of force on uh talons of the emperor which was the uh adeptus custodes yep. and i was like man i've got this really cool idea where like all my leaders of every unit will i'll do their armor kind of blackened because they've been in the presence of the golden throne and their armors blackened and i got this cool and i, love, and I started buying up models and you know, we were talking earlier. I got to this point where I'm like, I'm never going to do. Why did I do? I am never going to do this army. And a friend of ours, Steve, is doing Adeptus Custodes. And I was like, you know what? Take all this stuff. Just take it. I, I hope you have fun with it. I shouldn't have bought it. Carl, Carl, uh, you're just Carl, you're just helping the economy. That's all you're doing. Uh, they Listen, <laughs> and, and I kind of wear it as a badge of honor. I know somebody made used as a criticism against me at one point but i did go to uh <clears throat> to warhammer world uh, one time and andy whore was there and introduced me as the um oh he's the uh west coast marketing arm of of forge world <laughs> because i have i have probably sold quite a bit of forge world along with buying quite a bit of forge world stuff over the years i have sold quite they a few. almost they almost got me i'm so good about <laughs> avoiding forge world stuff and when they like the custodes came out and i was like they're super cool i'll probably at some point buy some of them like i want some of the jet bike dudes and I'm going to use them as something else. But like, I just think they look rad. And then they put out the, but I was like, I'm not going to play them. But then Forge will put out the. The Dreadnoughts? No. I, I mean, yeah. Like oh, the I big one. Her. I love the big yeah. one. The Telemon, I think. Oh, it's so but, good. But yeah. the, the thing that almost got me was the, um, it's the, it's the kit that they made. So they have bolters in those cool helmets. Uh, the Sagittar. All right. yeah, the, yeah. I wanted to say Sagittar, but I'm like, that's the little dune buggy thing from the. It's from many the Bojan, things. But. Yeah, yeah. But, but so like when they put up the Sagittor heads, I was like, oh man, now I have to buy a unit of those friggin' things. Like whenever they put up, there's always that little chocolate chip that comes out somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I want that. Like I want to so get that. It, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Jake. You 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 see that one model, and you're like, oh maybe I should and the worst is when the model's so good, you're like, maybe I should start this army <laughs> based around this one model. Sometimes it only takes one. I've always said uh, a model looks better with friends. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. True. <laughs> I have, I have a, one of the stupidest things I own is I was going through our bits when I was still at the, when I was still at GW at the bunker, we had this massive bits box. Cause like, I'll bet. I don't know if Dave, I don't know if you, I'm sure you got to do this too, Yeah. but so have you guys ever heard the term known loss? Oh, right. No. Yeah. Okay. Not so yet. known loss was 
hey, I like as the manager of the bunker, Josh, I want you to build the new Gasco Thraka and paint him. And you're like, okay, cool. So I'm like, just known loss one. So you go over to the shelf, you take one off the shelf, Got you it. open up the known loss binder, you write the date, you write what the project is, you write what you removed, and then you adjust the inventory. So then when we do our inventory, I just go, you're oh, known loss? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're supposed to be, yeah, we're not missing a Gasco. We, we know about it. So, so a buddy of ours, we have this running gag called, oh, just known loss it, which is, it's it's missing. It's like, it's not missing. We, we know about it. It's it's not missing. So, but we, guys used to do this all the time in the bunker because we always had cool displays and our tables were bonkers and we, we you had to paint every new release that came out. Yeah. Um. So, but people would do stuff like to work on their own projects. Guys would go, oh, I'm going to paint up a new uh, Eldar Exarch. And you'd go, okay. And they'd take like a box of, you know, guardians and then they would take like a box of scorpions and they would kit bash stuff and make a cool x arc and then all the rest of the bits would go into the bits box except right. for like that cool scorpion mandablaster senior mask that they wanted for their army right so you'd end up with tons of stuff in the bits box yeah so needless to say i end up with an old cypher you know the old dual yeah. guns akimbo like cypher so i painted him up and i was like he looks really cool and to dave's point i was like he needs some fallen so I like went through the bits box and found the old like hooded space Marine heads. And like, I made a squad of like 10 fallen for him. I'm never going to play them. They're in my case. I was like, why do I have these? And I was like, Oh, it's because Cypher needed a, ba a backup band. Like that's why I have, you know, now an army of 11 fallen that I'm never going to use. Jake, I, but I'm, I'm so close to doing that exact same thing, but I'm already thinking about it again. I, a buddy <laughs> gave me the new Cypher. Cause I was like, that model is incredible. So good. Yeah. I bought one and I converted him and I use him as a, I think I use him as a sanguinary priest because I wanted the robes and stuff. Hmm. And then he got me, he got me, he was like, oh, I got, you can just have this. So I started building him and I'm like, man, I don't have to build more fallen. But like Dave and I were talking, I now have at least two halves of the Leviathan space Marine box. And I was like, my army doesn't use stern guard. Like they just don't fit in my list. But I was like, Oh, they have the robes. I bet I could convert these into fallen. I'm like, I'm, I don't need another. <laughs> I don't need an updated version of Cyber with ten fallen. Sure, it's not just me. No, you need, <laughs> you, need updated, you need an updated version of Cyber with like forty fallen. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm good That's at right. doing it, but it's I don't need him. <laughs> and the lion's leading them now. So, yeah, yeah, I love that he came back and he was like, "Everything's forgiven." Not so. everything, but listen, if you haven't gone too far, <laughs> he's like, "Don't worry about it." If you're just a renegade, we can talk. Yeah. If you're full on chaos, no, we're not. Not so much. Yeah. That is a great model. If the little horns are coming out, no, no. Yeah. That line model. Just, I, just, I, just file those off. I, when they revealed that at Adepticon, like Lion, I was, that was the first time they revealed a model that I was like, oh my God, that might be the best model I've ever seen them do. Oh, Lion? Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. You the new Dark Angels, and that's actually Glorious. the perfect example where I was like, maybe I should do Dark Angels. What are you doing, Carl? You <laughs> yeah. don't. You're not Tywin Lannister in space. Yeah, I was like, he's he's great. Right. Yeah. You're not even a fan of playing Space Marines. Why are you going to start a Dark Angels? Oh, dude, I like for for forever. I have not liked the Dark Angels. Well, I shouldn't say that. We talked about this before. I used to love the old Deathwing stuff and yeah. like the old yeah. like um, uh, what's the second Ravenwing. Ravenwing. Raven. Like, uh, I used yeah. to love the old Ravenwing comic uh, by, like, Kev Walker and all those guys. It was like, speed kills! They'd go flying into stuff. Yeah. So I always liked that. And as a Blood Angel player, 
the angels of death codex you know was was great like all my friends like my buddy would play all terminators and i'd be running my blood angel assault company and we were just hammering anvil people and so i had kind of a soft spot but their lore i was like they're heretics and a friend of mine's like what are you talking about i was like they're heretics i'm like they either are heretics and they're covering it or they or they're they either aren't heretics and they they basically because of their actions they are or they are heretics pretending that they're not heretics and he's like what do you mean i was like even in the books it's like lion goes back to caliban luther and his men are like hey we're bummed out the left is here and they fight and then all it says is during the battle they disappear and the winners of the battle then go to earth and you're like which side won and they're like does it matter and you're like yes it matters <laughs> Oh, chaos, so, but yeah, when, chaos the, when the lion model came out, I'm with you. The lion model came out, and I was like, Should so I get him? And I was like, No, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get him. <laughs> I avoided it, I avoided it, but he's he's gorgeous, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. So, I mean, he has that's, four different heads, so that's, I mean, that's kind of the show. We we do find, um, you know, we will theme episodes around Bring it back to the show, of course, yeah, this format, <laughs> whether it's show of force, whether it's uh, uh you know the warrior lodge which which we're just about to do and and i have like we have pretty extensive notes on every episode and so like we have like a here's a show of force template here's a warrior lodge template yeah. here's you know and then we start from there but um yeah i mean we we've become so practiced at it over the years that it, we just kind of hammer our, our way through it and um and I, I i'm always looking for josh could tell you i'm always looking for new ideas on what's a new series we could do um you know, we did a whole series on kind of the different chaos gods at one point. And I really enjoyed yeah. that because I'm a big chaos guy. So um, that chaos was, and I, and I, and I learned stuff in the, in the, you know, uh, research we do. So it's like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that, you know, it's pretty interesting. It, that is something I was going to bring up earlier is in our show list too. Like, I mean, we, there's, you know, what we're planning on doing for the next 10, 15 episodes, but then just that's, you know, kind of bullet pointed, but that also gives us time to go in and do a lot of the research when we need to, especially for things like war deep dives or updates on what the universe looks like now or uh, rare 40K materials, like give us time to like reread some of these uh, books we've had in our collections for a long time. And um, Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like this one, Dave. <gasps> yes. Yep. I have that. I have that right over there on the shelf. I, I, I do too because of Dave. <laughs> yeah, I, th I, I thought he just loaned it to me, and I schlepped it all the way back to Adepticon to give back to him. And he's like, "No, I gave that to you." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> your copy, dude. I think yeah. There's one uh, one night we were having uh, over a few uh, Long Island iced teas. Uh, yeah, conversation about that book, and uh, you're like, "I've never seen it." It's like it's wow. great. I knew it had come out, and then just in and out real fast. Yeah, so. I, that that's been that's been a big thing lately, and I don't know if you guys have experienced this. So, I felt like Black Library used to be a lot more robust in terms of like their printing and like them supporting stuff, and and then during like I want to say I guess like seventh edition technically, they did a lot of like like the the Night Companion book. It just kind of like snuck out onto the radar, and I was like, if you work at Black Library and Games Workshop, why wouldn't you be like, hey guys? Make sure you pick up this book. It was just like, oh, um, the new night commander book. It was like, just don't tell anybody. And it was like, it's like I had known so many people who've come to my house and seen that book and been like, where did you get this? And I was like, right. I, I got it at a Games Workshop. And they're like, how? And I was like, I, I went in and I ordered it. Like, <laughs> I gave the money. This it was, was exactly. But it was like, this is yeah, exactly they, what what had us do a, a series, rare forty k materials. Right? It's like, yeah. 
you can't buy this book anymore. Yeah. And it came out for a very short period of time. Yeah. Uh, I think the one I covered was the, uh, oh, what was it? It's the Dan Abnett's The Crusade, the um, Sabat World's Crusade. Oh, Sabat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that book is gorgeous too, right? Got that and, too. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, that's the, that's the newest one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Look at yeah. that. The, that leather the, bound. Uh, it's the, it's the Vinculus Crusade. I've had to kind of steer away from oh, buying these things. Yeah, yep, that's what that is. I started um, to steer away from buying the collector's things because <laughs> a lot of them just sit on my shelf and do exactly what that one is doing. I only you. get, I only get like the if it's if it's a series that I really, really, really like and it's yeah. a one-off, I don't mind doing it. Like, right. So, like the 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 Dan Abnett ones for the Gaunt's Ghost. There's only a, there's only like two. Yeah. And so I'm like, I I own them both of them. Um, or like the blue one. That's the that's the Emperor Spears. Yeah, I have that one as well. The Aaron Dembski oh, one, yeah. and I was like, I wanted it because I was like, it came with transfers, and a friend of mine <laughs> wanted those, and it came with the little paint guide thing, which was cool, and it had the little coin, and I was like, that's just cool. Like, I, you know, I was gonna buy the hardcover anyways, so. But I still yeah, have the no, transfers I, in mine. <laughs> oh, I don't want to separate. I gave the transfers to a buddy of mine. And he he made that whole army. So it's it's a great book nice. too. Yeah, yeah, and I um. I, uh, I, uh, Don reached out to me at one point because he's like, hey, we've got a copy of the collector's edition for the new Armin book. And, and do you want it? And I was like, no. And then, like, I looked at it, I'm like, ah, you know, and J John yeah. and I are, John, John and I are friends. Armin's like my favorite, you know, character. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> and here it sits up on my shelf. Just, I think know. the, the, I think one of the weirdest ones is the, there's like, they have such a, a, breadth of stuff and like i'll bring up i'll bring up series to friends of mine who are in like we are like deep into the lore and like love the background and have read tons of stuff and i'm like oh like like an execution hour and they'll go what book and i'm like the two gordon rennie books and they're like what are they about i'm like it's about the crew of like a lunar battle cruiser and they're like really i was like yeah they're literally battlefleet gothic books and they're like i've never read those and i was and they're like i can't find them and i was like I don't know why they stopped printing them like or I don't know why they don't keep them available like I my black library sucks. this is nothing this is one <laughs> of like the seven bookcases I have down here Jesus. and they're like packed to the gills I became a Kindle convert wow, just yeah. because yep. I, I I ran out of storage space for this kind of stuff and I just decided you know what I can take I read a lot and when i go on trips it's just much easier to take with me I try to rotate through if it's something I know I'm not going to read again or if it's something that a friend of mine can't find, like I'll lend my stuff out to friends of mine. And I've like, I've yeah. like flipped a bunch. Like I'll, I'll get a whole series in hardcover, read them all, maybe wait a year or two, read them again. And then I'll, I'll dump them and then I'll buy like anthologies when they come out. So it's just like three books instead of like 17 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't mind flipping it, but I'm also, I'm too much of a bibliophile. Like I, I want mm. everything in print. Yeah. Like, I've, I've given, I've moved on from that. I, and I thought, I thought I'd be the last person to do that. I was very much. Yep. Yep, I he's, was very he much my favorite. He is the best. <laughs> I was very much a um oh, I always want a hard, you know, a, a physical book and now I'm like, no, nope, no, it's the Kindle is such a great reading device. It, it it's so easy on my eyes and it's just yeah. uh convenient and I've just fallen in love with it. Unless I mean, it's a photo book, right? It, like the stuff Dave puts out for like the uh the the art yeah, books and the dungeon book like i have physical copies of all those and it's like those are you know yeah. those are incredible uh super cool thank you i appreciate that um i've been enjoying uh books on uh audible 
Me too. Really? Yep. Uh, Me too. Yeah. I, I walk every day and, and yeah, listen yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listening to um, Blood Reaver at the moment, the second uh, book in the Night Lord series by Aaron Dempsey Bowden. Oh, yeah. Nice. And so good. Listening that, to the, the first. That, that, that trilogy is so good. Yeah. Aaron is so creative in that regard. He's, he's absolutely incredibly uh, gifted. Uh, writer you know if i can mention a non-40k book series on audible sure, on, oh, oh, here it is you, you, here, you here it comes <laughs> josh knows what's coming there is a there is a series there are six of the books out so far the seventh is being written right now the premise sounds i'm gonna tell you it sounds stupid <laughs> okay it is the best audible series i have ever listened to hands and, down and i and i it's called dungeon crawler carl I bought it purely based on the title because I was like, well, I've got to sure. see this. And yeah. I read the premise. I'm like, this sounds so stupid. And by chapter three, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. It is read. <laughs> the guy who reads it is so talented. Yeah. There are six in the in the series. You will laugh harder than you have ever laughed before. But also you, you get really engaged to the point where I was just talking about John French a few minutes ago. I'm, I'm always hesitant to re recommend reading to other authors and and i was like john if you don't like it half you know an hour into the book then don't but i but i think you're gonna like it next thing i know i'm like so how's it going john he's all i'm on book three and i want to talk to you about this <laughs> <laughs> and, and everybody i've recommended it to has very much enjoyed it so awesome. yeah, dungeon crawler carl's fantastic yeah yeah you will you Lars, will binge Lars you can't read help it. It. yeah do they does he does he read it is it just an audiobook or is it something no. where he does the voices and he's he does like all the characters? voices? Okay. And and his yeah. voices are so good. At one point, I was I was um I was like, well, who's the woman in that that does this voice? And and then I saw him on YouTube alternating between the voices. And I was like, holy smokes, this guy's I mean, his name is Jeff Hayes and and he's fantastic. But the sh the yeah. series is Dungeon Crawler Carl. Give I, it a give it a listen, Dave and Jake. Yeah. Like if if you don't like it, you know, you can return the book, you I'll know, on Audible. I'll hit you up for that credit. Yeah, <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. Your credit's well spent. Nice. The 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 I think the only I it's like I I read so like I'm a I'm like I said I'm a huge bibliophile. I read really fast. So for me, I I like I can read it either quicker than most this is, audio. This is more doing. of an experience you want to hear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I think. I think I've I read. Think the only, I think read the only audiobooks well. I own where people do voices is like when GW put out the, um, was it Blood Quest? Right. They put out Blood Quest as a as a as a like a like an audiobook on a, on CD, and I bought hmm. that and it's pretty good. And then somebody told me that the last two Godric and Felix books, Brian Blessed did them and i was like what like that's awesome no. like and he's great like he sounds you're like that's what godrick sounds like he sounds like brian blessed like that's <laughs> awesome those books are a lot of fun i i haven't read the last i don't know three or four but yep. <laughs> the uh all, all the original ones. I, I went down deep on those those are fun too yeah all the all the original john uh who's that that's uh william king uh, I think Bill, Bill king yeah. yeah yeah definitely good awesome awesome um sorry just gonna quickly jump in there uh we got a couple of uh comments from the chat uh when we we're talking about having to get uh you wanted to get cypher and his uh and a, like a squad of fallen 
it's like uh, Dave Com- uh, Hummel has his company masters, and they each have a uh, an honor guard. Nice. Uh, it's got some nice picks in the uh, the group, the Facebook group. Uh, you can check those out. Um, Matt said he has a Necron army that he bought while still at GW uh, that all would hover by using Tau shield drones uh, on the undersides to get bash the infantry. <laughs> That's funny. I'm guessing maybe that Matt hasn't put those together just yet. Probably not. Photos of them. Um, and uh, Scott says, are we complaining that books just sit on shelves? What <laughs> shelves are actually named for? What else do books do? Show me the books that do the dishes and mow the lawns and I'm in. Well, they're taking up all my games, game space. Game space. I got all my games. <laughs> Fantastic. All good. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, so one of the things I thought we'd do tonight, uh, we didn't um, talk about it last on the show last week, Jake, but uh, have a look at the uh, reveals from oh, yeah. LBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you guys have had a, a chance to look at them and talk about them and uh, that sort of thing. So hot takes and shots fired. Hot takes and shots fired. Yes, let's do that. Telescoping uh, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I saw some of them. Saw some of them? Yeah, like I, I very intentionally was like, I'm going to wait until Dave and I go over them. And then a couple oh. of them, like a friend of my post, and I was like, ooh, I like those. Yeah. Like, speaking of another army that I don't want to start, but I'll probably start. Oh, is it going to be uh, this one? That's exactly how I'm feeling about these guys. <laughs> no, but Ben, my business partner Ben, is like loves the Night Lords. So he is yeah. definitely stoked about these. Okay. Uh, hot take, Carl. Yeah, so Night Lords are my wife's army. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've got to buy these. There's no, there's no way around that. She's actually very excited about these. I think they yeah. look spectacular. I was going to ask if, uh, because you're working on the Night Lords army right now, are you going to integrate more of the the kill team models in the kit when it comes out separately? We are now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are now. They are fantastic looking. Fantastic. I love the um, the kind of uh, Winter Soldier look of the head on this guy yeah that's a yeah. really good call out clearly like serrated lightning claw like that too just, yeah. just so meat so. hooks and lightning claws in combination like it's yeah. very fitting yeah. i love that skull mask yeah. i i could i could also imagine this guy like if they are powered like just not turning them on yeah that's the thing i don't think those are lightning claws like those are those are just serrated arm blades they're just <laughs> just wolverine style yeah I think it'd be uh, fantastic. So uh, Matthew, so- Matthew just pointed out that their bases they're standing on in blood, and I didn't realize oh, right. that until he just said that. Yeah, very nice. I was so taken in by the models. Excellent. So uh, thumbs up for these guys. Yes. Yes. How is yeah. Double yeah, thumbs cool up. <laughs> Double thumbs up. Excellent. It's cool uh, to see the update to Night Lords too, because they they just had kind of the one <laughs> Batwing yeah. helmet for so long, and that's about it. So it is yeah, nice. Not all Batwings for sure. These How about have, the uh, Mandrakes? These have always been a favorite model of mine. Yep. Um, unfortunately, they haven't necessarily been particularly good on the table. Uh, I don't yep. know how they stand right now, but I love these models. Yep. Yep. Having these guys in a variety of poses and not in fine cast, which they have been for so long, yes. uh, absolute incredible scope, sculpts, and I love love these on the table. Yep. I'm a big, uh, big fan of them. I'm very curious to find out a bit more about these uh this 
sort of eldritch energy that they're throwing around. Also um, standing in a bunch of blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought they were cool, but I always thought they were like, I don't want to say weird because like, of course they're weird. They're like yeah. space elves, but like, I was always like, these are D and D models. Like it's, it's two, it's two <clears throat> drow with, it's two drow wizards. And I'm like, why are they in my space elf armor? Like, why? Like it just, yeah. they're, they look so weird on the table. They're one of the few kits that I feel like doesn't even, it looks like it doesn't belong in the range. Oh, okay. I, um, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree more. Jay. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Like, and like I said, they're, they're just not for me. I was like, I like the models, but I'm like, Oh, I have a bunch of like sexy murder elves and like weird giant, like floating robot things and like space dogs. And then like some D and D drow wizards show up to help them out. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, it's cool. It's just like, what? I was like, it seems weird. Well, the other thing have- I totally get what you're saying there because they're like, they're, the more magical like shadow ethereal thing and they're like dark elder don't even do psychics right so right yeah and they What's are they're kind of out of yeah. place like, and they're they're barefoot they just have like you know <laughs> they have just like towels tied around their waist and i'm like wait what i'm like you're in space what are you guys doing like uh those are those are skirts made of human skin by the way but yes. also it's a bath towel. It's a but bath also they have the the unit the army also has the slith right which which yeah don't necessarily fit. i love I, I i like when you have an army and then it has like that kind of one or two standout units like um and this is one of the things i like about kind of deathwing right versus the rest of the you have this rest of this yeah uh uh you know army that's all dark green or black depending on when you want to place them right and then you have these deathwing models that stand out uh the um the uh what they call death death um there's too many death guys. Uh, the the blood angels have the um, death company. Death company. Death company. I love that unit. Like it just yep. stands out from everything else. And I, I get that that's not quite the difference you're talking here. Like, but yeah. But I do kind of enjoy that. Like, there's one oddball. You know, it's like again, like it's I like, like the models. But I feel like if you just, I feel like if you just tweaked the paint palette, you could put these in like a a L'Oreal age of sigmar army like these could be Maybe. the like the tree oh, yeah. folk the tree elves like that's what they <laughs> that's what they remind me of i was like oh these are the the tree i forget what they're called they're like the the sprites the, the spites for the spites like i was the like revenant. oh these are spites like it's they are very similar they have they have the sides and like the long hair and the magic and i was like oh these could you could literally just paint these in like autumn colors and like they would fit into that army actually that's a interesting interesting idea. yeah give me some ideas wood carving thing in the arm and <laughs> excellent the... I'm okay. this piece of terrain what do you think okay. of this piece of terrain okay eh. that's cool eh. like a, looks like a metal birthday cake <laughs> <laughs> i'm not blown away by it sure yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. From a from but, a gameplay standpoint, it's very kind of flat, so it's it's yeah, not guys can stand on a, it. as dynamic or interesting. It's easy to play with, I think, and it has like its type of personality, but it it looks very Mechanicum, which is I, I have a, a lot of personality. <laughs> My wallet's safe from this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> like that'd cool. be a cool tile for like a Space Hulk board. It's nice, yeah. but you know I don't need to rush out and get that. Yeah. Not like the night, not like the uh, the Night Lords. That was true. Cool. The now crew. these, <laughs> these are amazing. Like, I am a hundred percent here for the crew. Yep. I have a feeling Kyle is as well. I. 
I am I'm not a huge I, I like some of the Tao aesthetic. I'm not a huge fan of the Tao. But man, these crew are so cool. I've always thought they're really cool. Um, I'm not it, it they're fantastic. If you're into this, like I think they've done you well. I do not need to go start another army. It didn't get it didn't hit me like, oh, I gotta go pick those guys up. Oh, oh. hang on a second. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh it, it, but they're beautifully done. They're beautifully done. I know yeah. people have wanted more crew investment for years, and man, have you they they did you well. Yeah. Well, the, I think the coolest thing about this this whole and again, like I this whole model, I was like, yes, it, like this whole range that they've shown so far. And the craziest thing is then they came out and they were like, we've only shown you half the range. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they said that. I am excited. Like we were, we were, oh, we were at the store the other day trying to figure out what else they could show us. Like once Dave, do you have the, the whole army shot in here? No, no, I don't. Okay. So, the, so do you so think showed, there'll be a, a creep mercenaries uh, formation coming out? Yeah. So they, they've yeah. shown, they've shown the new shaper, which is what we just saw. They've shown the crew talks riders, which is what this guy is. Yeah. Uh, then they've shown well, the this, new crew rampager. Squad. So it's this is oh, sorry, new... rampager. Yep. So either either that box will be able to do two builds. It'll do rampagers or it'll do crew talks riders. And then you've got the crew carnivore squad. There's the the kill team that will probably just be some more characters and stuff. But then we were thinking like, what else could they add? So we were like, okay, you could do a new a new great narlock in plastic. You could do narlock riders. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that they do like the the Shaper Council, which was basically like a bunch of veteran crew with like crazy weapon upgrades. Like you can give them eviscerators and like plasma guns, and like they were bonkers. And then maybe like a Vulture Kindred, so they could like fly, or you could like make them mutable. So I, again, I, I I love this whole range. I love the whole aesthetic. They're like, oh, we'll make them like tribal. Like let's take the tribal aesthetic and then take like a heavy dose of like the predator and then make them these weird, like alien reptile bird people and like mash that all together. And I was like, you have Reese's pieces like this perfectly. Like there was chocolate in my peanut butter and I love it. Like, let's do more of that. Sean yeah. Gleason in chat is saying they need new hounds. So that could be a unit that they haven't. Shown yeah. Oh, they're definitely going to do new hounds. They, they teased one in the, in the kill team that they yeah, released. Oh, okay. I think there's like one or two in there, but it was like, yeah, they're obviously going to get a new box of hounds. So, it's neat to see them just kind of rounding out the range because Tao have always been more about all these civilizations that they brought into the fold. And really, we've only ever seen Crute and Vespid like on the tabletop, right? Yeah. Um, and I've had some friends who played Tao heavily in previous editions, like fifth edition, especially, and they would always have like their their human auxiliary unit which they would you know run as fire warriors or crude or something like that but just to get more visual representation of all these different kind of races communities uh things like that coming together on the tabletop so it is cool to just see more of that representation on the on I, in model form. i also i also think that one of the funniest things about the i have a, I have a funny quick story about the crude that it always cracks <laughs> me up so there was this like die hard like meta player that was in the in the the competitive scene for a long time and there was a kid who was playing Crute, and he had a, he had built his list a very specific way in case he ran into this player. So what this kid would do is he would wait until you deployed, and then he would deep strike his entire army. And I think he was playing like, I think he was playing like White Scars or something weird where like he could come in from your board edge. Yeah, yeah. So this is a pretty the, famous story. The Crute player, <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. So the Crute player was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna deploy uh, all of my units, and then. I have a hidden deployment that I can do at the end of the deployment phase before the game starts. 
So for that move, he basically took all of his crew carnivore squads and deployed them. So they were just in, in unit coherency, like a guy, two inches, a guy, two inches, a guy, two inches, and did his whole board edge and then did his opponent's whole board <laughs> edge so that he was like, okay, let's start the game. And then the white scar player like couldn't enter the battlefield and lost the game. Because his units were all considered destroyed. It was he phenomenal. Could I was like, yeah. "Good for you, man!" Like, way to <laughs> way to show that meta player like how it works. So, way to, way to game the system. For sure. Yeah, it was amazing. It's, there's a there's a famous picture of it too, where yeah. Yeah. the guy who's playing the white scars is talking to the judge, and the judge is looking at the book, and the other guy's just <laughs> kneeled down by it. Like, <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty great story. Oh, awesome! Absolutely awesome. So uh, this one's from uh, Age of Sigma. This is one of the the fifth Dawnbringers book. Um, I can't remember her name, but uh, what do you guys think? I really like it. Yeah. Like I'm 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 100 going to buy this model so I can take the wings off it and use them on a Blood Angel. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but then I'm going to turn her into a cool like priestess with a cape. Okay, and you can put her with the uh, with the mandrakes. There you no, go. I won't, I, I won't be doing that. <laughs> okay. Mandrakes and crows. It's you know it's interesting that uh, the face is so hidden by just the hair coming from under the crown there. Yeah. Um. It's a, it's a I think it's a gorgeous looking model. The pose is really interesting and dynamic, perched that way, and it very is like perched, very bird like. Um, yeah. I I I like it, and it's uh, interesting at the same time. <laughs> I like it. My wallet's safe. <laughs> yeah. Make sure man, this is definitely a model that you, and, you and paint in sub assemblies. And the reason I keep saying that, the reason I keep saying that is because a lot of times at these reveals, I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, this reveal at LVO, just in general, other than the Night Lord stuff, which I kind of knew, I think we knew was coming actually before they announced it there. Um, I, I, I felt like, oh, I, I don't need to buy any of this. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay this go around. Excellent. Did you see everybody everybody freaking out about her foot? Like all the weird foot dudes were like, oh, look at her foot. And I was like, guys, this is usually stuff that belongs on OnlyFans. Let's take it easy. Where do you listen to Dungeon Crawler Carl? <laughs> <laughs> well, moving right along. Um, Keeping the show spicy. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah it this is awesome. awesome. Uh, the the witch hunter aesthetic vibe, especially with the like, Curse City and some of the other ones that have come out, like I've always absolutely loved this ever since more time came out. Like, yeah, where you kind of really, really set that up, and they just every time they put a model out, I think they just knock it out of the park. And it, I wish more time was still no exception. When I look at these when I look at this yeah. model, I wish more time was still something. Yep. I feel like at some point they're going to re-release more time. Like, why wouldn't they? Because yeah, yeah, they got they got uh, Warcry. It's fantasy Necromunda. It's just got a little bit more yeah. more crunch depth yeah. to it. Like it, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Around eventually. Yeah. But, um, but one of the things, um, definitely go online and check out uh, Nemo twenty four. So New England Mordheim Open mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, happened just this past weekend. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly enough, uh, New England. Um, there were a lot of people at that event. Um, more than you would expect. Maybe not like hundreds of people but there were a lot of people um i've never the terrain was pretty incredible from that too with just all the, yeah. the wooden bridges and 3d mod like yeah it was, it oh, was the, yeah the table was spectacular for sure yeah did and, you uh, make it in person dave i did not unfortunately yeah. um but no some of the, one of the guys actually that i play with fairly regularly he uh and his brothers went up um 
So, uh, but yeah, it was definitely, definitely super cool to, to check out. Loads of great uh, pictures on Instagram. So, Jake, get yourself an Instagram account so you can go and <laughs> check out all the cool pictures. There's someone like, in our I just want to scroll and paint it up for D&D. This was another one of my one of the my favorite models from that group so good. Uh, so, yeah this is part of a like a war band it's um i can't remember the name i would, yeah. was determined yeah. to remember the name of the war band but i've gone and forgotten it but uh this is one of those um there's a there are a bunch of folks online who are very much in the into the like every model's a necromunda model this is <laughs> and this is one where you could paint it like that and that if i told you this is from necromunda you go oh yeah yeah, that's yep. a Necromunda model. Yeah, yeah, you would in a in a in a second. Oh, it's a Gilder, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like that, Dave. Like I like, I like how you're like. If I told you this was from this line, you wouldn't doubt it for a moment. Like that's yeah. a real telling. That's a real yeah. telling, like uh, litmus test, right? Yep. <clears throat> There's our uh, next next game show segment. Which of these are not Necromunda models? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah, I like that. Look, I'm write that look down. at the look at the cat skin around her around her neck. There's a cat paw holding it together. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, it's yeah. the crazy cat lady of Necromunda. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't noticed that before, but no. She's also. got her metal glove on, so they don't scratch her. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's she's fantastic. All the models in that group were awesome. Uh, I think they're going to be that's a Warcry warband. But uh, I have yet to play a game of Warcry, but this warbrand I think was the most uh, tempting reveal from LVO for me personally. Just uh, yeah, that interesting, that aesthetic, hard mm -hmm. to beat. Yep, excellent, very nice. Uh, and we'll round it out, of course, with the uh, Solar Auxilia. Uh, reveals i'm not sure um so have you guys been doing much uh horus heresy gaming at all no i more I, with legions Perialis recently okay sure. i'm okay. actually looking to sell my horus heresy army at this point because it's okay. just i'm not playing it anymore i was playing the previous edition i haven't really gotten into the new edition i just my my bucket is only can only hold so much yeah. yeah this um this though is is really cool um without a doubt but it makes me go i wonder if they're gonna do admech for legion imperialis and should i've done that instead <laughs> <laughs> i think they'll definitely do them i don't know when but yeah will. yeah hey why not both shut up josh <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, that, that, by the way that that war band, that war band is called the uh the saviors of cinderfall saviors of cinderfall cool yeah uh, and Matt Bowles has suggested that it's a new um, robot verification. What models are not from Necromunda? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go at least 20 tiers deep before you answer that. Yeah, question. I feel like a lot of you would fail that. <laughs> For sure. Um, I um, I love these models. I've always loved the aesthetic of the, the Solar Auxilia, but um, the idea They're of buying so complete yeah. Forge World resin army was... Kind of a bit insane. So good, but um, yeah, these look—they do look fantastic. Yeah, like those are awesome. Yeah, I uh, went through. So yeah, like previous edition of Horus Heresy, and uh, built a solar auxiliary army using Pastroians as mm. uh, the look because the Pastroian look is based on armor and equipment from the Heresy era. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it worked well, and 
one uh, Christmas, I was gifted uh, from my, my wife and her uh, ex like extended family uh, three of these tanks, the Dracosans, in resin. Uh, and they are chunky, chunky boys. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. That's uh, huge, solid resin bricks. Um, I, I really like that guy's helmet. He looks like a jet pilot. He's got like the mask with the yeah. helmet and like the, the, the shields <laughs> up. Like, that's awesome. yeah. yep. So good. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely great. So those um, is that a couple of hundred kilometer souls on the side there. That's what yeah. it looks like. I think so. Yeah. Is this a transport or is this a battle tank? This is a transport. Um, so you can have a twenty man version. Uh, so transport transport twenty uh, troopers that has a twin las cannon on the front. If you switch to the demolisher cannon on the front, it cuts the transport capacity to ten. Got to make room for those big shells. Yeah. Yep. That thing's great. But, um, yeah, it's awesome. The uh, crazy heavy sentinel. Yeah. I love awesome. it. I actually love this aesthetic. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I do too. <laughs> and I'm, I'm usually not like a big, like generic, like IG sentinels. I'm like, meh. Okay. But this, I actually really dig for some reason. I, I like the top heavy look of it. Yeah. Yeah, it has a wacky like diesel punk look to it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good call. Absolutely awesome. And it uh it can be equipped with a like a melter lance kind of thing on the top. So I'm pretty excited. Do these uh do the same kind of scouting that they in uh 28 see that they do in Legions Imperialis? I don't know. I haven't had a close look at that. Let's check it out. I mean it, obviously we have the rules already, they're in Lee Room. Uh um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think they do. I suggest maybe they don't. But it would make sense if they don't because they're not. They're not. They're heavy. They're not scout sentinels or yeah. regular sentinels. Yeah. So, but as a formation, a larger formation in legions. Right. Yeah. 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 move. Um, the Lehman Russ sort of revamp. Love the flamer on top. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, the number of times like that that I've actually done that sort of uh, put that sort of gold trim on Lehman Russes with strips of plastic card, it's so nice. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that finally yeah, now, that it's now there <laughs> decades later. <laughs> yep. uh, but yeah, I think it's a, a fantastic upgrade. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, the Malkador. Dave, Dave, do you ever? Do you ever? feel like you did all that work to do plastic card trim to to yep. do that and then they come out with a model and you're like now mine doesn't look as unique as it did um oh, no, I've, I've said this before dave is dave is the r d department of <laughs> yeah <Dave> no doubt <laughs> like i'm convinced that somebody in the studio they're like hey guys it's thursday what are we working on you know we're all cut up in projects somebody's like you know i was going through dave's facebook and like 12 years ago, he did like plastic card extensions on his Lehman Russes to like make them look really cool. And somebody's like, make that shit. Like that's literally, I'm convinced that's, that's why they did custodes because Dave scratched both the custodes list. They're like enough time has passed. Yeah. Nobody's going to say we ripped them off. Yeah. Nobody will put it yeah. there. It's fine. <laughs> but Dave, do you, I mean, to answer the question, do you feel like it comes out and then you're like, Oh, like that's a great looking model, but now mine doesn't look as special as it did. Uh, no, no, I think um, 
because there's so much work that's gone into it. Uh huh. Um, like I could go and and get like one of the, like I could go and get ten of those Lehman Russes. Uh -huh. It would take me some time to save up for a bit. <laughs> I could get ten of those Lehman Russes and paint them all up, and then all look the same or right. very similar, and they're going to look like the Lehman Russes that you get or the Lehman Russes that Jake gets, right. whatever. Whereas the ones that I've worked on myself don't look like that. Right. They still, right. Okay. They still have that special special place for me. Okay. Um, so it's only to me they won't they'll look different. Somebody else they might look very similar. Right. Um, but do you point it out? Do you like look? This is all plastic card, but <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't bother. You're beyond that. You don't. You don't no. need that validation. No, no, you just just play with your cool toy soldiers. I'll never um, forget. Dave had painted a, a a Titan, and he'd brought it to a Depticon. And I was like, "How did you attach the?" He's all, "Well, I drew, I used a drill bit, and I drilled it in there, and I just left the drill bit in there, and I just put the guy on top of the drill bit, yeah. so the torso can attach to the legs." The um, the uh, pro tip for pinning. That's right. Yeah. If you go back, there's a uh, there is a great uh, inverted characters uh, episode about um, working on like doing oh. the, like proper work on oh. uh, forge world resin and yeah. pieces where it's like talking about like heating, heating up sand beds and, and hot and sand bed hot sand beds and uh, that sort of thing. <laughs> Something um, like we listened. We had brought a guest on for that episode who had assembled my Thunderhawk and listen. I mean, he did an amazing job assembling this Thunderhawk. It is supported with metal and every it's it's incredible yep. but like he's talking about i save the resin dust and then i mix it with this and i pour it in this and jeff and i were just like what <laughs> i i heard from forge world about that episode by the way <laughs> <laughs> fantastic <laughs> they were not they were like this is ridiculous. too extreme <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, so it was really nice to like chat with Carl afterwards and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I just went yeah, I'm through the draw bit, dripped in some glue. That's right, jobs are good. Awesome, but yeah, I'm I'm quite excited about the Solar Exilia, but I haven't decided yet whether I'm going to do something like oh, I think that's is that the last image? That's the last image. Ah, that's it. All right. Yeah, I haven't decided whether I'm going to like go absolutely crazy and get like three of those boxes or wait until the individual bits that I don't have yet for the army. Yeah. Come out. So do I make a, another, a second solar? Do I just expand what I have? Who knows, but there's going to be something done with those new, new models. Right. The short answer, Dave, you playing solar auxilla? Yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> That'd be good. Cool. Well, excellent. Thank you. Uh, thanks, guys, for those uh, hot takes. Yeah. Uh, on there. Um, I felt relieved when I saw the releases, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I got to say that the first, my first look through, I was exactly the same. I was like, they all look fantastic. I'm not going to buy any of them. And in the, the week and a half since, it's been like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay, just though. Oh. <laughs> yeah that's how they get you that's what, it's been. that's what it's been it's been crazy uh okay cool uh next thing next up is uh jumping into our community minis so these are photos from the uh build paint play community facebook group nice uh let me hit 
this button here. Our equivalent of this on our show is is uh, elite choice is what we call it. Right. And uh, and we go through and eat, every host has can only pick one. Well, ostensibly we can only pick one. <laughs> every now and then we're like I couldn't decide. I I do love that you've uh, introduced the uh, like you have Shell's kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shell, she's like, I want to pick one. And I'm like, you got to come on the show. I don't want to be on the show. <laughs> so, okay, well. So we, she, but she does. She looks through those every day. Did you see this? I go, yes, I saw yeah. that. I'm on the community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. Definitely, uh, definitely cool. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, Chris Gorka. So Chris what is, is a, his, uh, pump, his pumpkin nights. They're the best. Yeah, that's they awesome. look awesome, don't they? Uh, Chris is a uh, regular contributor uh, in the group, but is that, um, yeah. is that Vertigris on the? Yep. Oh, that looks really yep. cool. So that's like a, a like a brass um, yeah rim, but with that Vertigris over the top of it. Is that is that how you pronounce it? Vertigris, not Vertigris. I, I go with Vertigris. You're probably yeah, right. You're probably Vertigris. Right. Vertigris is how it, it it's okay. It. Well, listen, I've only ever seen it in type. Yeah. That looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. It really does look great. great. Just done a, an excellent job there. Uh, well done, Chris. Looks awesome. Uh, next up is it all, all of his demon, the, all the little demon pumpkins on the base too. Like those are great. Sorry, I missed those. <laughs> they all oh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check that out. You, you said pumpkin night, and I just thought you were referring to the color. And now I see it. <laughs> That's okay, awesome. Yeah. It uh, reminds me of uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes for the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> What's that? Totally. early nineties. <laughs> Terrible cartoon. Nineties. That was like. 70s. This is the pumpkin king that. Uh, this is the pumpkin king that Linus is like waiting for. This is the great pumpkin. Yeah, right. exactly. Imagine this striding through the. Uh, through that the is path. cool. That is cool. Yeah. I love the the basing is fantastic. Yeah. No beautiful work, Chris. Uh, next up we've got Cliff. Uh, Cliff Edders has been working on his. Uh, Iron Warriors for um, gaming at Adepticon. Spartan with the quad guns on the sides. God. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Spartan assault tank. It's so good. Yeah. Is, I can't I think, wait. Um, sorry, you, you were saying, Josh? I can't wait for the uh, eight millimeters for Legion's Imperials to drop for these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Sure. laughs> yeah. Bunch of tiny Spartans. Yeah. Tiny Spartans. Uh, I think uh, Cliff uh, 3D printed the, the quad last cannon on these. That looks brilliant. That yeah, looks brilliant, and I love the yeah. hazards. Who who doesn't like hazard stripes, right? You you gotta have it with the uh, Iron Warriors, especially. Yeah. So good. And I pulled up this um this Typhon picture. Uh, you can see that Cliff's gone and done, carved some actual physical damage into that shield at the front there. Yeah, that's right. a neat touch. Yeah, got a lot of cool things going on there. Such a great tank. Yeah, the Typhon's gross. Yeah. Typhon Savvy Siege Tank. I remember we were playing uh the first time I ran into one, we were playing um we were playing 30k at Warhammer World. Uh uh Alan Bly was playing and and Ed Brown was playing and uh Jason Mullins was playing with me and and uh Jason had played a lot more than I had and he brought this heavy siege tank. And in that in that era, it's like oh it fires, you do not get any cover save, <laughs> it just destroys yep. whatever it shoots. I was like it does what? And then I walked over to the Forge World store and bought one. <laughs> <laughs> After it wiped out a unit of my guys. Yeah. Well, I think one of my favorite things for uh, this edition in uh, Heresy 2.0 is that uh, it, I think that it has Brutal 3. So uh, 
it can be it can do a great job of uh, whittling down um, like talons of contempt of dreadnoughts. Jesus, but yeah, come along nicely. Uh, next up, we've got Dave Hummel. Dave Hummel's uh, doing some conversion work on this, um, committing this uh, Star Wars toy <laughs> into yeah. a uh, 40k flyer. That so, is really cool. Is there a side really shot neat. or is it just the front on shot? Um, oh, I only grabbed the, the front on shot. There's this, I think there's a side shot in the I'll go to, I'll go to the group and, and look at it. Yeah, yeah cool. I love that. Uh, the Thunderhawk inspired kind of turbo laser destructor look. That's what I wanted to see from, there. Yeah, from that's, the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely got that going on. There it's, is uh, something to be said for there was an era where it was people were converting all kinds of toys to do things and stuff. And yep. I think to a degree, like I'm glad that there's all these kits. Don't get me wrong, but there's yeah. a certain amount of magic there that's that's missing now that used to be there. And this kind of harkens back to that that's what i love about it yeah definitely so, um, some of my favorite white dwarf episodes were our issues were the way back when in the 90s yeah. uh, maybe you, you worked on these dave but it's actually some of like the, the star wars uh like transport pods as terrain converted into kind of innards of ships and things right. like that and yeah, yeah i just yeah. absolutely love that and miss miss those days of you know, everything's a kit now or 3D printed. and But that, there's just so much cool stuff that's very nostalgic for me, but it was so well done. Yeah, there's yeah. also the old school uh, proxy rules. Like, remember in the back, he's got the nice Carnifex proxy there, the Dr. Pepper bottle? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's behind the Carnifex. You're like, what Carnifex? You're like, the Pepsi bottle? It's like, is it behind that? And you're like, no, it is that. You know what? I, you know what? I'd also like the, the Land Raider, right? I think that was from that. Yeah. You know what? I'd also like to call out here is, is the, uh, the uh, uh arnold palmer half and half drink back there that is actually my right. my uh my tea drink of choice right there excellent <laughs> nice uh and dave humble there says uh it's an actual turbo laser oh that's great oh nice <laughs> cool that's great uh oh, so nice work dave oh, um neat. this guy yeah. is rad next Dude, up look at that so this is a, a cool 3D print um, from Drew Carrington. I love this pose. This pose. That, that that's exactly what caught my attention. Yep. yep, it's so dynamic. That is so badass. I also like the kind of combination of Vindicare and Eversor kind of mixed together there with the, uh, the sniper rifle, but the skull head and then the oh, uh, the yeah. Sentinel array and yeah, that's that's, cool. that's awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. Uh, definitely a cool uh, cool one. Nice work there, Drew. Uh, Drew also posted a photo of um, the game uh, against one of his buddies. Uh, before the show, we were talking about the, I think, it's, is it the Kaitan? The yeah, that's it. The demon it, engine? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the legs instead of the wheels yep. or the tracks. But um, I think this one might be made out of a, uh, like, a statue. <laughs> a space marine statue. But, uh, yeah, so this is a game um, uh, that Drew played just recently with uh, where both armies were fully painted, uh, which was great. So he was very excited that uh, there is nothing like. And listen, I've had multiple armies commission painted. Yeah. Um, I have painted my own armies, but there is nothing like putting your own army on the table that you painted against the buddy who's got his own army on the table that he painted and being like, we did this. Like, it's there's just like a. A feeling of satisfaction you get, I think, when yeah. when you get that, and I I can resonate with this photo a hundred percent based on that. Yeah, definitely. 
Now we just need to get Drew a uh, a gaming mat. Yeah, I was gonna say a battle mat. Well, listen, <laughs> my guy's over at Table War. <laughs> Sell a variety of them. They do. Doug and Todd are amazing guys. Yep. Too. The guys at Table War are awesome. You know yeah. what? They they uh, several years ago. So I I'm gonna beat my own chest here, but I I won the uh, the uh, uh, Warhammer Hero Award. Um, and and the I I I won it because primarily because we did all this um, charity work to take this stuff up to people who'd had these fires that had wiped out the town of Paradise, California. They lost their armies, and so we did this whole thing. Table War donated to that effort a case for every one of those guys. It was like twenty people. Matt's up like it's, this pallet arrived at my house, and these guys are a small company. They are not a yeah, big yep. company. And and it was so much stuff. I was like, oh my god! And we had to store it in my living room for for like a couple of weeks before I went up to Paradise to drop it all off. But they were incredibly generous, and it's such a great company, and they're such great guys. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at look at what they offer, and and their mats like their mats. They were the first ones to do it, but their mats are also like the art on it is so good. Yeah, the, their, um, their mats their mats are the best. They. And I, I would recommend Cobbletown and uh, Winter Cobbletown as the two favorite <laughs> mats that, that they did. I yeah. love those mats. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, cool. Um, great to see a uh, gaming shot, Drew. Uh, yeah, thanks for much. That's very and, cool. Uh, let's see more of those in the group. That'd be awesome. Uh, next up, Jason Dyer. Painted yeah. Up. It's uh, Squad of Rough Riders. These are uh, from Victoria Miniatures. Uh, nice. That you ran last year. Uh, and these ones are ones that uh, Jason printed. So uh, during that Kickstarter, you can get physical or uh, STLs. Wow. But, uh, so Hisari, yeah. nice. Sorry, are so nice. Yeah. I've seen I've seen this uh, shot actually making the rounds in various places, just on Facebook or Instagram, things like that. And it's uh, really, really cool. And glad it's here out of your home group. Yep. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely cool. So, uh, yeah, Jason will have these at Adepticon. Uh, I think he's playing in the friendly, 40K friendly. Nice. Uh, yeah, looking awesome, Doc. Uh, next up, Jeff Smith, um, who's part of our uh, Taylor Four Warlords crew, is hanging up this awesome. Uh, he always started working on his Terminators. God, that looks so, so uh, sick. This was his test yeah. model. That yeah. glove yeah. on that power fist is awesome. Yep. Yeah, his his wolf spear paint scheme is so cool. That is a really cool scheme. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. What a great that kind of highlighting like too. Celtic it's... knot style on the shoulder there too. That's really neat. Yeah. So jealous. It's a great looking mini. <laughs> the great edging he's done too. I just cannot pull that off. I keep trying. The uh, sorry, I'm just going to um, check the timing. I think it's. Uh, the 20th so in three weeks time 20th of february uh we will have our next episode of a tale of four warlords and uh i expect that jeff is probably going to have uh his terminator squad finished by then so definitely check that out but yeah it looks great mate nice work yeah, yeah they look awesome uh some more um space wolf related uh photos this is jonathan palomo um i amusingly enough i used to work with jonathan back in australia many many years ago uh jonathan now lives in canada and he's going to be bringing these to the 40k championships <laughs> in the um, 
So guy on the left is going to be his uh, Space Wolf Lord on Thunder uh, Thunderwolf Cavalry. Oh, on Thunderwolf. I'm not sure how you say it all, how you put all those words together. Thunderwolf Cavalry. <laughs> Thunderwolf Cavalry, yeah. Uh, and the guy on the, the right, basically he's not putting Marines on the wolves. Yeah. Because he's not a fan of the idea of Marines on wolves. I know Jeff is a big fan of it. I am. Um, Carl's yeah. a big fan of it. I'm... But uh, so Jonathan's got um, basically the the heroes and the uh, and their wolves, wolf companions, uh, sort of running alongside them. But uh, it's great stuff. On the appropriate God, that's beautifully painted too. Yeah, yeah, really well done. Yeah, yeah. His blues are his that like space wolf blue gray. It just looks awesome. So good. Yeah, yeah. The yellow I'm pops so good. well off it too. The blues are blue. <laughs> yeah. The yellows are yellow. It looks great. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Excellent work, Jonathan. Thanks for sharing them. Uh, Josh Potter? <laughs> Old school Umberhulk. Umberhulk. Yep. Absolutely awesome. Uh, so Josh uh, gave this away to one of his uh, Twitch stream followers uh, from his uh, two-year anniversary of streaming on Twitch. Um, looking super cool. Uh, he was messing around with uh, sort of a more of a... Um, I guess a volumetric lighting with this. So the, the light is coming from the sort of front right of the photo. Um, so you can see that the brighter light appearing on that left shoulder there. But uh, yeah, I, I suggested in the, in the group that this guy's kind of like, Hey, you you can serve me one more drink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. His eyes look a little lidded. Not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's that pose as well. It's like, oh, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's good lumber. Yep. But uh no, awesome, uh awesome model. It's there. it's the it's the eyes. He has he has kind, sleepy eyes. He does <laughs> yeah. have sleepy eyes. Instead of like beady, murderous eyes. Yeah, yeah. he just wants to give you a hug. Yeah. Just come a little bit closer. <laughs> awesome. Uh great work, Josh. Uh Nathan Sarison posted this uh this piece. Which looks awesome. I think it's a uh, 3D printed piece. It's great. Is it the moisture safe. evaporators in the background? Yeah. Yeah. Dave, I, Dave, I saw this and I thought it'd be really cool. Votan terrain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think is this the same yep. as all their cockpits? Yep. yep. So, exactly. Has that feel to it for sure. But no, it looks uh, looks great. I love that. Uh, yeah. Cutting out all that uh, that acrylic to stick in there and yeah, the, the uh, so good the plants inside. Yeah, it's so cool. Awesome. Little yeah. Polly Shore biodome inside. <laughs> yeah. That that would be uh that'd be kind of crazy. Love the weathering on that too. Very fitting for the scene there. Yep. That yeah, Dave, good. that's what you have to do. You have to get a you have to get a um Stephen Baldwin and a Polly Shore miniature and put them inside <laughs> and just have them like stuck inside. Oh, <laughs> that would be great. No, it looks awesome, Nathan. Thanks for sharing. Uh, Ross. Ross painted up uh, some spiders here. So these are from, um, oh, sixth edition? No. Yeah, they're, they're just the spider riders. Seventh, yeah, seventh edition, I think. Um, yeah. One of the spider riders in the core set. How do you I, feel about spider riders, Dave? How do I feel about spider riders? Mm -hmm. um, I'm okay with spider riders. But oh, not sorry. wolf riders. Um, That's where you no, draw the line. Wolf riders. 
I, I would probably hey. not put a, I wouldn't put a space marine on top of a spider. <laughs> no, 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 he wears a space marine wears two of these like like skates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. Goblins ride wolves too. There were the uh, the wolf rider goblins and the spider rider yeah. goblins. Goblins, I, yeah. I don't have a problem with goblins riding most things. Squigs, <laughs> wolves, go- spiders, other goblins. <laughs> It'll be fine. All of it. Let's do all of it. Yeah. Like, space marines, <laughs> rockets. So much. Yeah, rockets. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, Moving right along. Uh, these look great, Ross. Nice work. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And uh, Ross That's has also fantastic. been building some terrain. That is oh, fantastic. Yeah. That is cool. so, uh, so meticulous. It takes so much time to do that. Those, oh, those the skull under that and with the kind of got the like the steampunk vents coming out of the top there a little bit. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does look great. Oh, Maple said uh, flying cave squeaks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Matches with his uh, his army. Yeah, Matt is converting his entire uh, orc army, so they're riding flying squigs. Oh, wow. <laughs> like 40, 40k orc army. So, Fantastic. Yeah, look great. But uh, yeah, Russ, this looks uh, looks awesome. Yeah, the, the like that tower. That tower just looks inherently dangerous. Like like you could just pull out one stone, and the whole <laughs> yeah. thing would just kill you. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's held together with magic. Yeah, you just want to you want to stand like look at these from a distance and yeah, keep moving along. <laughs> but no, they look great. Very uh, very cool job. Nice work, Ross. Is that top on that one on the right removable? Oh, wow. For I think it, it is. It looks like it is. Yeah. It looks like it is. Maybe my guess. But uh, also, uh, so I think this is our last slide. Here is uh, Stephen. That's awesome. Painted up, yeah, he painted up this model. Uh, this is from a uh, a new gang that is going to be at uh, Slow Death Games at Adepticon um, for Wild in the Streets. Is the uh, I love the hair, the game, but uh, also fits a Necromunda. Could definitely be an Escher. Yeah, <laughs> or, or Infinity. This could, this could fit an yeah. Infinity. Right. I thought it yeah. was an Infinity model initially. <clears throat> no. No. That is that is awesome. The so hair is painting up a bunch of other models for that uh, that booth as well. So definitely go and check them out. Nice. And yeah, looking uh, looking cool there. Yep, and that is the end of that. Dave, button. before we wrap up, can I just ask you a quick question? Um, you went to Hanks to do some painting on terrain for Adepticon. I went out there two years ago to to do it. I couldn't yep. make it this year. How did how did it go? Was it a good time? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, we painted loads of stuff, um, loads of stuff for Shadowpoint and Legion. Um, yeah. It was expanding, had to expand the number of tables from 64 to 128 for Legion. Man. Wow. Nobody uh, does terrain like Adepticon. I'm yeah. not, I mean, that's not even just an idle boast. It's like the amount of time it, over the years, I've seen it just improve, you know, yeah. and it was fun at, having gone out there that year and then coming to adepticon with my wife and pointing out to her i painted that piece i painted that piece, <laughs> <laughs> I painted that piece. you know yeah. it was it was it was it was um it, it's incredible the amount uh, and the setup hank has is insane yeah it's insane definitely and i it, also uh give a shout out to the uh to the folks who do all of the assembly um, oh yeah because it all Pre- came as Pre- team has a super cool name the spray like a Depticon spray team and we have like a little logo and stuff like that but um the the team of folks who uh there's gonna be like 20 or 30 people who 
Um, we've got assembling. a whole bunch of weekends during the year to assembling all the terrain and priming all the terrain and all that sort of thing. They don't have a cool name? They don't have a cool name, no. Got to come up with assembly a cool team. I saw the pictures in the little you know chat yep. group coming up, and I was just I was so jealous that I wasn't there. And and while I am going to be in Australia during Adepticon and not there this year, yep. I, I'm already having that missing out feeling. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine when I'm in Australia. You'll have a great time in Australia. I'm going to have a great time, <laughs> but I I wish it had not fallen when Adepticon was. It just that's when the Formula One races and. Yeah. Just uh side. just you know be be careful on Katachan while you're there and uh, let us know how yeah. it goes. <laughs> let me tell let me tell you that's a joke but my buddy who listens to it's the show It's not a joke. It, Australia's a death world. He he got <laughs> stung. He got stung by a bee. Uh he lives in Perth. We're going to go see him in Perth. We're going to both coasts. <gasps> he he got stung by a bee directly into a vein. Oh. And I don't know if you know but that can like kill you. Right. And he had to like go to the emergency room. His wife is fortunately like, not allergic to bees. Still nope. almost dead. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Australia. Because it, it happened yeah, to hit Australian you. bees, and they <laughs> that's know what I say. Like, yeah. they say I'm gonna sting you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they know how I'm to get alive. I've never been stung by a bee. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. That's not a stinger. Now that's a stinger. That's <laughs> <laughs> a stinger. <laughs> That for sure. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Bowles, architects assemble. Architects, architects, assemble. architects is a good. There should be yeah. some kind of play there. That's a yeah, good. Yeah, immediately Avengers assemble came to mind, but I like architects assemble. Yeah, that's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, we'll have to see what we can do for them for sure. Give them a make a, a little logo, but that would be that's super a cool. lot of work, man. But uh, excellent. So. We have reached the end of the show. We've actually gone to run over a little bit of time, but we expected that that would happen, didn't we? Jake and I made yeah. sure of it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you guys can talk. <laughs> yeah. If Jake and I had a podcast. <gasps> yeah, it's it's uh, four hours long. In this four-hour podcast. <laughs> it's it's billed as a 45-minute check-in, but it's 45 <laughs> hours. That's right. Yeah. Quick touch base. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. You should definitely do it. No. <laughs> but uh, no, awesome. Um, uh, first off, I want to say uh, thank you very much to our uh, season sponsor, uh, the Army Painter. Uh, they currently have uh, all of their um, the Warpaint Fanatics. Uh, well, I say all of the, the two uh, Warpaint Fanatic sets that are on pre-order. There's a link in. The oh no, no, it's it's all up now. It's uh, oh, so yeah. it's it's the complete set, the mega set, the most wanted set, the starter set, and then all of the individual colors are now up for pre-order. Okay. But obviously the, the complete set and the mega set are coming out first. Like they will right. be okay. they really will get stored first. Josh okay. has been playing with those. Yeah, they're absolutely, awesome. absolutely loving working with those so they're far. Phenomenal. I love the, the working time they have just built in with that they're so heavily so pigmented, but also they they just stay stay moist. Yeah. No, the, I've, been, I've been using their uh speed paints as filters through my airbrush quite a bit. I'm really cool. loving it. Love the it. new the speed paint metallics if you haven't messed with them so good i did i did i used the incredible. gold the other day yeah. yeah and the bronze yeah. i was really impressed with how well they cover mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah me definitely, too uh, definitely super cool but uh yeah thank you very much for that um also down in the notes below we have uh a link to the store to go and buy some uh build paint play merch i'm gonna get the cool t-shirts. and anybody who does i'll throw in some stickers sweet <laughs> That sounds familiar, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and uh thank you very much to carl and josh from the independent characters uh for joining us tonight uh to oh, talk about all sorts of cool crazy stuff thanks for having us man it, more it, it, show and really appreciate it um no definitely yeah definitely cool getting to chat with you as well seeing as how we won't be able to sit around and uh i know, and I, know. I, I was serious <laughs> if you're coming out here we got two guest rooms Excellent. I, I won't take up both of them. Just we'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be on the, we'll be on the West Coast in July for San Diego Comic Con because we got okay. like we're we're doing painting yeah. lessons at San Diego Comic Con. That's like yep. seven hours south of me. <laughs> hey, it's closer. It's closer. Yeah, it, it is. is. Oh, it's an hour flight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you go. Well, again, thank you so much for having us. We had yeah. a great. This, time. Is, this has been great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Super. That's fun. super cool. I, I really appreciate it. Um, so I think that is it for the evening. Thank you, everybody who has been watching. Um, uh, we will be able to let you know on Friday. Uh, I think by then we'll have worked out exactly who what, what we're doing next week's with next week's show. Um, we are not planned out to the middle of the year. <laughs> um, we're a little bit more ad hoc than that, but we should get a little bit better. Um, we have a couple of options, but we'll see uh, see what we end up with. But we'll let everybody know uh, on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, but we'll be back again next week with another awesome show. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. So long. Uh, and now, just while I'm getting things ready, Jake can do his little bit. <laughs> well, Dave did a great job. Like, I don't really have a lot of cleanup to do. So uh, <laughs> normally I thank the guests. So, again, Carl, Josh, thank you guys so much. Uh, it, was, it was a pleasure having you guys. It was great to chat with you and kind of pick your brains about stuff and i'll definitely be checking out the show and hopefully everybody else who watched this will as well dave has the link down below so you guys can definitely do that um but yeah we'll post and let you guys know what's going on next week uh but in the meantime as always don't forget to post your photos uh spread the love and we will see you guys next week and as always do not forget to build, build paint, paint play, play. Shut up and sit down.